Broadcasting down on the bayou, it's The Average Marks, a podcast featuring two average Joe wrestling fans talking about the business they love and so much more. And now, here's Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 28 of The Average Marks. Great show lined up for you today. Patrick, how you doing? Doing all right, man. I'm uh, trying to stay cool out here. Southwest Louisiana, it's not officially summer, but God, it's son so of hot. a gun, it feels like summer. I think the heat index yesterday was 97, so Screw uh, I was out in the sun for six hours at Holly Beach yesterday, so I'm feeling the effects today, but uh, anyway. Sure that wasn't the... Uh <laughs> the hypodermic needle you stepped on in nah. Holly Beach? <laughs> Although I did get a splinter, so uh, <laughs> but I pulled it out, so we're, we're all good there. Anyways, uh, Average Marks, episode 28. Today, uh, we have a special guest who Ryan will introduce in just a second. We're going to talk you know the it. Enzo Amore charges were dropped. Uh, will he wrestle again? Where will, you know where could he wrestle? Also, we're going to discuss all in some other developments after we went off the, uh, I say off the air last week, after we finished recording our podcast Last week, some other developments in uh, that situation. Also, Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the WWE Women's title was announced on Monday. We'll talk about that and update the uh, Money in the Bank card. Also, I have a new segment today, Mail Call, where uh, we got a few emails, as a matter of fact, and we'll dive into those emails, maybe answer some questions from fans. Then we have the Rumor Mill. We're going to talk in John Cena and Nikki Bella's breakup. Is it a work? What's going on there? Uh, also, a report, WWE has no interest in a, a, a their tag team divisions anymore, something like that. So we're going to dive into that. Also, Cheap Heat, uh, the Revival showed up on uh, one of the, well, actually, I think a multiple NXT Live shows, at least the one in Oklahoma City, uh, earlier this weekend. So are they, like, officially being sent back down to NXT? What's going on there? Because they're certainly not using them very well in, on the main roster. And then Kenny Omega takes a shot at a WWE, uh, you got that, Ryan. So uh, that's pretty much the rundown for The Average Marks, episode number 28 for May the 20th, 2018. That's right. You can find us online, The Average... No, 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 I'm sorry. That's that's the social media handle. You can find us online at averagemarks.com. And, of course, wherever podcasts are heard, most likely we're on there. You can check and see every single podcast venue we're on on averagemarks.com hit the podcast link but also if you're on itunes definitely leave us a comment and leave us a uh, i don't know if they do stars like uh dave Meltzer. maybe that's uh itunes is trying to stay relevant as well but uh leave us a star rating um good or bad we can get uh you know uh what's the word that i'm looking for patrick I'm all out of words right now. It's going to pop, I don't know. Suggested to other podcast users. So if you're on iTunes, that would help us out a lot. Also follow us on Twitter, The Average Marks. And then next week, I know I promised it for two weeks now. Uh, next week, we are streaming live on Twitch. So it'll be video or just audio? It'd be video. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. video and audio. So just video or we got audio too? Oh, no. We got the whole shebang, dude. All right. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah. Just straight video, but no audio. We got the new mic in and everything. So uh, next week on Twitch. We will be live and in person on a stream every Sunday. Or if we do the pay-per-view shows, we'll be on a Friday or Saturday right there. But, yeah, we do have a guest with us today. We have Bryce Boudreaux from Pro Wrestling Roundabout. Bryce is on the Bambox guest mic today. Bambox is the only subscription box company that sends you authentic celebrity autographs in every single box. Get four to seven items delivered to your door, including the autograph, signed fan art, Prop replicas, enamel pins, exclusive signed comics, and more. And I'm spitting all over the mic. 
It's like Comic-Con at your doorstep. Bambox. Check it out at our website. Click our banner because not only do you get a great deal on Bambox, Bambox kicks a little bit back to us if you sign up through our affiliate link. We really do appreciate it. Bryce. What's up, man? What is up, man? Dude, first of all, I'm, I'm so proud of y'all. Like, oh, thank you, sir. Y'all have you have a mic that's sponsored by somebody. <laughs> I wish I had a mic that was sponsored by somebody. Bambox. Bambox. Can't say it enough. Bringman does it all the time. Shout Great out, job, guys. Great job. Yeah, oh, yeah man. And awesome. and hopefully, you know, um, people will help us out on Patreon eventually. Hey. Appreciate that. Cruz, thank you so much. Shout out to Cruz Smith out there. Um, know, but yeah, but you're in a podcast here in Lake Charles as well called yes. Pro Wrestling Roundabout. Oh, yeah. And... Tell us how Pro Wrestling Roundabout came about and kind of the evolution of Pro Wrestling Roundabout. And also, I heard something recently happened in the PWR universe that's pretty sad, dude. Yeah, uh, pretty big. I guess I'll start off by saying that first. I I don't want to keep anybody waiting on that. We haven't really done anything on social media about it because it's just been a crazy past 24 hours. Um, I had a great time at Elevate. But some bad stuff happened uh, while doing an interview with Braxton Hunter straight out of his match. Uh, his match, um, he he lost sadly uh, to Nick Marcos. But uh, I'm doing an interview with him, and then like he gets attacked, and I look, and it's this dude who I brought in to help me out on the show, betrayed me, faced off against me in the court of law. El Masco attacks Braxton Hunter just like lays into him and then um all of a sudden like Brandon Law a guy who like I considered to be friends with you know Brandon Law the yeah. Law brothers whacks the crap out of him with a crutch starts choking him and everything wait who El Masco or Brandon Braxton? Law Brandon Law starts doing that to L, to to L, uh to Braxton Braxton Hunter Brandon wow. with the crutch starts choking him with the crutch and then um and then El Masco just like starts laying into Braxton. He's like, I haven't forgot about you. And then he takes off the mask, revealing to be my former co-host, Casey Jones. What? I'm betrayed. Dude. Betrayed. A total betrayal. And and I I'm I'm shocked. Like I legitimately brought El Masco in, thinking he'd be a good guy, and like he just turned on me and I said, Screw him. You know, I brought in Ryan Dickerson. A guy who's also in the radio business. He was actually on KBYS Sports this morning. Um, shout out to Ryan. Ryan is is helping me very well with uh, Progressing Roundabout. And and you know Casey, I invited him back to be on Progressing Roundabout, and he said, "Look, man, uh, I appreciate the offer, but I mean, like, I'm gonna stick with my family. I can't really afford to go out of town anymore. I'm gonna go do commentary. Like we did commentary for Elevate. He's like, oh, I'm gonna continue doing that, but as far as traveling, like, that's all you guys." I don't really have a desire to do it anymore. I'm going to pay attention to my family. And then he goes and he does this. And I'm wow. Just, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Uh, as of right now, uh, there's no way in hell Casey Jones will ever come back to pro wrestling roundabout. I guarantee you um, that guy can do go do his own thing or whatever, whatever the hell he's doing with Brandon Law. Um, Brandon Law's brother is more talented than he will ever be. Oh, snap. That's for damn sure. Um, a, he's a coward, and so is Casey Jones. But anyways, uh, Pro Wrestling Roundabout is still going to keep doing their thing. Uh, me and Ryan Dickerson, we're going we're gonna to keep doing well. But yeah, so didn't mean to bum you guys out. Didn't mean to... Yeah. 
But know? what about so you recently just had a run in with Cajun uh, with Court Cajun, and there was yes, a whole did. court case over it. Yeah. So if if anybody saw the video a while back, if you haven't checked them out, Pro Wrestling Roundabout on Facebook, um, you were walking through the halls and you and Cordis bumped shoulders. Dude, I didn't even. I was going back there to do an interview with Jackson Castle, of course, number one contender for the full throttle, full throttle, uh, full throttle Southern Heritage Championship. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the belt that he should be having. But anyways, uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, so he's he's. I, I'm going back there to go interviewing him. And then, like, a bump in a court occasion. Yeah. Now, being core, a while back, whenever Pro Wrestling Underworld was first getting started, we were nobodies, you know? We were trying to just get it out there. We were still recording with a laptop and, like, a snowflake microphone. Yeah. We didn't even have a studio. We had to rent out uh, the uh, conference rooms at restaurants. We were going to Jason's Deli, Gaddy's Pizza. No, we didn't go to Gaddy's. We went to CeCe's, I think. Oh, we went somewhere. But we were at Jason's Deli, and we called Core and said, yeah, I'll, I'll do an interview. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll put you guys over. And at the time, we didn't really know it. You know, okay, cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. And then um, he shows up, and we did the interview. Not a nice guy. Towards the end, I just asked him about, like, his supporters, his fans. And uh, he got up. He got offended, and he started yelling at me. And then he just slaps me across the face. I fall to the floor. I was seeing stars. And he left. They called the cops on him. But like, don't call the cops on him. Like, we don't want him to go to jail. I mean, we understand, but they call the cops on him. He, he fled. He left. Wow. Hit and run. So, but me and Cora are no strangers. And the thing is yeah. that I bump in. We we kind of bumped into each other, and I was trying to just get out of there because I already knew like, oh god, it's core. And um, but he put me against the wall. Yeah. He did his whole thing, and I just wanted to make sure that he wouldn't do that to anyone else. That's why I, I contacted uh, my good friend that had a law degree. And uh, he studied forever uh, at, I think he went to McNeese. And um, he's like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll definitely help you out. Like, definitely. Let's get this guy off the streets. And um, so, yeah. And sadly, I mean, we had the case freaking won. Which, by the way, El Masco, now revealed as Casey Jones, the whole time represented Cordic Agent. Yeah. Betrayed. Betrayal. Casey was always the guy who was the fan of the Rabbit Empire. Like he mm-hmm. loved that court occasion interview because he got to interview the man of the Rabbit <coughs> Empire. I was always I was kind of shaky about it. I was like, whatever. But um yeah. But, court case. We lost. But yeah, Corey ended up winning. But one of the stipulations was Casey Jones has to come back. That's what I said. So what what so what happens now? I, I mean I invited him to come back. He said he's good. I'm I'm sticking with that. He ain't coming back. Yeah. Plain simple. Wow. He's gone. A lot uh, of stuff happened in the Pro Wrestling Roundabout will not continue. With, with Case Jones. Wow. He, he, he's feel, feel free to go do his own thing or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he ain't coming back. Dad, gone. Craziness. I mean, obviously he's trying to blaze his own trail. But yeah. Definitely. So what, what's what's the word on Braxton? How is he doing? From last I heard, Braxton's doing all right. Um, I, I talked to his mom, Miss Katina. Shout out to Miss Katina. He, he's, he's doing well. Um, I mean, he's a little shaken up. But I, I think I think we all are. Yeah. Um, of course, if you saw on social media, Brandon put this stupid post. Um, he had somebody taking pictures of the whole thing whenever he attacked uh, Brand, uh, Braxton. Brandon Braxton. There's too many of them. <laughs> too many bees. <sighs> Bryce is, oh, my God. Well, anyway, but, yeah. He had somebody taking pictures. He had a, he had a photographer right there taking pictures. Bam. 
Wow. And so he, he can get him. I don't know what in the world. I mean, Brandon, you're 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 a cripple. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to prove. Uh, you're you have a broken ankle. There's no way you can wrestle. So, jeez. I mean, but, quite honestly, I I hope hope it I hope it never heals. I hope I hope something happens again. I mean, I I don't want to see him wrestle anymore. I mean, he he proved to me I, that was a good friend of mine right there. Great people. And yeah. I, I can only imagine like his parents and his brother how they're how they're taking this. It's just it's crazy. So you guys have a, a YouTube series as well. That kind of chronicles when you guys go on the road and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Is yeah. any of that footage in there? Did you get any of that? I think um, we actually the cameras are actually still rolling for the interview. We as I was interviewing uh, Braxton, and I think cameras were actually still rolling. Yeah. And I mean, if the world wants to see that, uh, I'll I'll talk to our camera guy and our producer. And yeah. I'll I'll try to see what I can do. I mean, because I, I would like to see. I, I mean, I don't want people to just take my word for it. I like to. I would like people to actually see what happened. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's sickening. It, it, it's hard to watch. You know. But and and so one of the big mediums that you guys use is Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Now, how did you guys decide to do that? Because podcasting in general is pretty new. Yeah. How did you guys decide? Okay. We're not going to do the traditional podcast, essentially. Mm-hmm. We're going to do ours on Facebook Live. When did you guys decide to do that? So, I mean, if, if you want to, I can go back to whenever we kind of first started doing this. I mean, we we were just, you know, getting started. Uh, basically, Casey, whenever back whenever we were hanging out, um, he was like, hey, man, um, I want to start a wrestling podcast. I'm like, cool. I mean, I guess I'll talk about wrestling. And at that time, like I kind of stopped watching. Like I had a lot going on. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, look, man, I, like I don't really pay attention that much anymore. But like I'll try to, you know, start watching again so I can get a knowledge. Um, he's like, oh man, let's let's do it. Like I really want to do it. And then like a few months after, uh, he's like, hey, bro, I bought a mic, and I have the software downloaded. So whenever you're ready. And um, it was uh, February 12th, the night of Elimination Chamber, right before WrestleMania 33. And um. We rec- we watched the Elimination Chamber, recorded some notes, just jotted some stuff down, and then in the wee hours of the morning, probably like well not wee hours of the morning, but like eleven p.m. we started recording, and our review of Elimination Chamber it's still on YouTube. Progressing on about YouTube, it's like our first. It is our first episode. We recorded an interview, an interview review of Elimination Chamber, and then what's so ironic is that my birthday was on the thirteenth. So during the interview. I became, I think I became 19 or 20. I don't know. I'm a little kid. Uh-huh. You're young. I'm, I'm very young. Whenever I go to wrestling shows, I'm like the youngest guy in the building. It's, yeah. it's crazy. And like people, I like, can't believe it. But uh, yeah, I, and my birthday happened while we were recording. And it was, it was crazy. I'm like, oh my God, like, look, it's my birthday. Yeah. And uh, But then it went, it went from there. And then like we did the fast lane review on YouTube. And we were just recording. And we, it was like, dude, there's so much work you have to do. Recording the audio. Oh crap! I lost it. We got to go back and clip it together. Re-record it, and we're like, "Dude, this is ter- stupid." And uh, first, we didn't really know what to call our show. Like Casey's like, "Oh, let's call it the Bryce and Casey Show." No, lame, dummy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, "Oh, B and B and C Show, C and B." I'm like, "No." How about the Five Moves of Doom? No. <laughs> Just basic <laughs> names. Yeah. And then I'm like. Dude, we need to have something that's universal. Like, what if we take this name and we we expand it to, let's say if we decide to run a promotion. Something we can call a podcast, a promotion, a media group, everything. Yeah. 
Universal Pro Wrestling Roundabout. It's the roundabout of pro wrestling. Yeah, and um, it was it was it was it's a strange name, but it's got a good role to it. PWR Pro, pro Wrestling Roundabout. Our original logo was like a ring, and it had like two fists or something. Yeah. Like a microphone. Casey made it. But uh, I, I made the old one with the mic and the thing. And then I, I, I make all of our logos. Yeah, um, I do it all. But, nice. Um, so we started doing that, and then uh, we, we got in contact. Of course, we always knew of a guy named Teddy Nall. Yeah. Local guy like Charles Wrestler, Southern Gentleman, of course. Mm-hmm. You know him very well, Ryan. Yes, yes sir. Isn't he? Uh, you're, aren't you related to him? Yes, I am. Father-in-law. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't is today the anniversary? Today is the anniversary, yes. God bless him. One year. Going to church. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> anyway, but uh, so Casey had always gone to the full throttle shows. Yeah. And I always wanted to go to one, but I kept missing them because it's like literally every time Teddy would book a show, I'd have a wedding, a funeral, something I had to go to with my family. And it wasn't just like, oh, your second cousin's cousin. Yeah. It was like, like my uncle or somebody close. Yeah. And so like, oh, God. Yeah, I have I have to go. Like I grew up with this person, but um, yeah. So um, I would always miss him. Well, te- uh, Casey was working at CC's, and his girlfriend Tristan worked at Starbucks. He would run into Teddy at Starbucks. He was always getting him an undertow, brother. Um, <laughs> bought Casey an undertow. They started talking about wrestling, and then Casey finally told him one day at CC's he came in with Waylon. He's like, "Look, man, I run a podcast." Uh, and Teddy's like, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> and um. But Casey's like, I love to do an interview. And he's like, yeah, sure. I'll put you in contact with uh, the DOO, Full Total Wrestling, <laughs> Scott Duplichan. <laughs> it's crazy to think that. that uh, that like That's what went on. And um, yeah, and he contacted Scott. And Scott, we had a group chat that night. And I remember Scott and Teddy telling us like, oh, so when you guys want to do this interview? like, uh, And I'm like, Casey, I thought we were just interviewing Teddy Nall. I know we were interviewing Full Throttle Wrestling. Like, I want to interview the the Southern gentleman. It's like, well, I don't know, man. This they're acting like you know we're going to be like the official podcast or something. And then Scott Dubuchan, Texas, is like, listen, listen, guys. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys something. Uh, nobody should pay you guys to come on your show. And it's actually, it's actually the best, some of the best advice I've ever gotten because yeah. just recently for this show, not going to mention his name, but um, he wanted me to pay him to interview him. Left him on red. Shook hands with him. But let me tell you what. It got word to the people who run the show, and they told me he will never work this area again. Holy cow. That area is his hometown. Wow. He's also uh, trained by Seth Rollins. Anyways, so, um, <clears throat> Colby, what are you teaching your kids, bro? Talking to you, Colby. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Shout out. Shout out to Seth Rollins. Anyway, so back to this whole thing. So, yeah, uh, so we we make this deal. Of course, we didn't have really a studio. Casey was living at his uh, his uh, fiance's house, his, her parents' house. I'm living at my house. We didn't have a studio. Yeah. So we recorded at Casey's grandparents' house. Love Casey's grandparents. Um, even though, I mean, I'm not really associated with Casey's grandparents. were still nice to me. Um, but we were, we did the interview at his grandparents' house, at their kitchen table. Teddy brought like walk-ons and stuff. We had a blast. And wow. I thought we were interviewing the Southern gentleman. And he was like, you boys want to talk about the road? Yes. The road sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And like before the interview, he's like, they, you know, I don't want to repeat what they said, but they were like, you know, don't, don't, don't break. Don't break it. Yeah. Don't break it. Like just, you know, 
Teddy, legit, we started the interview. Casey says, uh, so what can you t- where where have you worked or, or, or like who have, how many workers have you worked? What do you mean workers? Teddy's response, and I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then Teddy, uh, I said like, oh, don't worry, like we're, we're not scripted, we're, we're unscripted or something. And then Teddy grabbed my hair and kind of pulled my hair, and I'm like, did I offend him? He's sitting right next to me. He chops me. Uh, he chopped me another time during the interview. <laughs> chopped me again. I'm like. You know, this is my first interview with a wrestler, and it's like I, I made him. I pissed him off. Like, I made him mad. <laughs> I offended him by saying vocabulary I'm not supposed to use, and immediately I'm like, this is, I don't know what I just got myself into. <laughs> and I told that to his face. Like, oh, no, I was just messing with you, brother. I'm like, yeah, man, you're scaring the crap out of me. <laughs> I couldn't even speak the whole time. So I'm like, God, I got this, this dude's, like, going to kill me because I, I accidentally, like, broke the fourth wall. Um, but, um, he like at the end he's like he hugged me he's like hey man I didn't mean to I didn't mean to scare you I'm like oh yeah yeah sure <laughs> but after that man we hit it off uh, I remember like a week after get a text from Teddy he's like hey man we got a, we got a show coming up you boys want to come set up the ring <laughs> yes <laughs> ask me that right now uh, you want to set up the ring do you, do you have a staff to do that or <laughs> yeah well I mean I'll set up the ring no problem come on man but at the time we're like oh set up a ring what yeah. so cool and uh yeah we got invited to go to the show we were there before anyone else just waiting and then this dude uh shout out shout out uh to, to dylan dylan was like walking around he's like so how do you guys know mr Nall? I'm like well we interviewed him how do you interview him for a podcast like charles has a podcast yes now we, yes, we do. now we have two wrestling podcasts. <laughs> this channel isn't big enough for the two of us. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, well, there's two of us and one of you. There's no, no Ryan Dickerson Ryan Dickerson. Here. Ryan, no, Ryan, Ryan, yeah, I mean, you, got, you guys invited me. You guys didn't invite Ryan, and he's, <laughs> he's, he's actually very sad. No, Ryan, Ryan, uh, Ryan had some things he had to take care of today. He, he had a sports show to be on. So. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, we just, we just hit it off from there. We started setting up the ring, and then we realized, like, we can actually start interviewing wrestlers. And then... From there, we started going to full throttle shows, and we started trying. And this is no shade on anybody, but like when we started selling merchandise at the full throttle shows, and we started making some bucks, and we we're like, "Look at that! Like you make a profit here selling merch." Yeah. And you know, Teddy was like, "Oh, Teddy, Teddy, I don't know. Teddy still knows what a podcast is, <laughs> poor boy." But hey, hey, he he shows the support. He loves us, so that's cool. Um, but I mean, we we would try to go backstage and interview somebody, and they're just they're just like, "Nope, not going backstage." Cool. How are we going to interview somebody? Figure it out. In the words of Scott Dupachan. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after that, we were like, well, great. Like, how do we interview a wrestler? Oh, I guess we just got to call him and invite him over. And like, that's when we interviewed Core. And then we kind of branched out from there. Then I get a call. Uh, we met Braxton Hunter whenever he was working for Full Throttle. He's like our first friend we made in wrestling. He called, or well, he. He, he, we made friends with his mom too. We find out that Braxton leaves full throttle and went and started training with Elevate Pro. And this is where it started getting good. Uh, Elevate Pro, of course, some of the best wrestling in the state of Louisiana, some of the best wrestling in the South, really. I mean, you can't, they're, they're great. The quality is immaculate. Um, Katina, Miss Katina, got Braxton to train with Elevate. She, uh, Told you know, Alex, I'm gonna run a show in Cecilia for you guys. I'll take care of everything. You guys bring the wrestlers in the ring and the license. Cool deal. She texts me and she says, Hey, look, um, 
I mean, if you guys want to go to another show, except for Full Throttle, but uh, we're doing this show in Cecilia. If you guys come, I'll get you an interview with Alex Cruz and whoever else you want to interview. And I'm like, cool. LSU football is playing the same day. So I think I'm, I'm going to go to the LSU football game. <laughs> then like three days before the show, I'm like, you know what? I got This is a huge decision I got to make. Can I go to an LSU, LSU football game where there will be another one in the future? Or should I go and expand the business? What did I do that Saturday? I went to Cecilia, Louisiana. Nice. And I had an interview with Alex Cruz and Golden Simon Phillips. Shout out to Goldie out there. Um, and it was it was amazing. It was it was the game changer interview. And uh, Alex enjoyed every bit of it. And Alex, uh, after the show, he hugged me. He's like, "Hey, brother, if you need anything, and I mean anything, you guys can be the official podcast of Elevate. You guys are number one. Sweet." And after that, I remember calling Casey and I'm like, "Dude, we got to go to Elevate. This is." This is legit. In case, like, I don't know, man. I'm like, dude, we got to expand. Mm-hmm. We got to expand. Like, we can't just go to one promotion and try to get an interview with somebody. We got to go somewhere where, like, they, like, know what it's about. They want to supply the people an interview. They're wanting to put us over. And we started doing that, and that was it. And it started hooking, and then we find out about another promotion uh, from somebody after we interviewed uh, the great Rod Sterling, shout out to Rod, uh, became a good friend on the road. Um, Rod gets us in contact with Pro Wrestling 225. We started mm-hmm. going to Pro Wrestling 225. We interviewed their stars. We interviewed Minotaur. We interviewed, um, I think I was the only person we interviewed at that show. But look, we, we go to there. And they're like, guys, you guys are the official podcast of Pro Wrestling 225. Like, you guys do your thing. You guys are awesome. Sweet. Cool. Awesome. Then like we find out, oh, there's a there's another show. There's Lions Pride Sports. Didn't really quite get to make those Lions Pride Sports shows, the first ones, because of a traveling issue. But then after that, like, you know, we start finding out about another show, uh, Mid South Championship Wrestling, and then we find out about APW, and then we just started going and going and going, and I mean, just in the in like back then, like we we interviewed. NWA World Champion Tim Storm. Mm-hmm. We we've interviewed. I mean, of course, Trip Cassie, a guy who's wrestled for CZW the other night. Uh, I mean, we've we've interviewed Serpentico, a guy who wrestled for NXT, a guy who wrestled for Impact Wrestling. Uh, we've we've interviewed Brandon Law. I'm not really that. I, I've lost a lot of respect in Brandon, but I will say he's done a lot in the business. Uh, I mean, this goes on and on. We we've interviewed mm-hmm. a lot of big stars. I mean, Mustang Mike, everybody, and. Whenever we started transitioning out of doing uh, out of out of doing um, the um, interviews like recorded and aired a couple of days after, you know, like YouTube or whatever, um, we started like going live before pay per views mm-hmm. to record our reviews, and we're like, yeah, yeah, it's a preview or pre show, whatever, whatever. And this is like a while back. It's like the middle of I don't know, last year, whatever. We started like recording the pre-show in like Casey's mom's dining room, like you know, just kids walking around behind us, like ah, all right, here we are, promising roundabout. Then uh, we started like doing the show in uh, the PWR compound, which was really uh, about to expose something no one knew. It was actually uh, Casey's mom's linen closet. <laughs> it was it was literally we had to clear out everything in the room to actually just get two chairs and a phone. Yeah. It would be in there at like 12 o'clock at night, like after the show. Like, man, I still can't believe they would book such a terrible show. WWE, like, what are they doing? And yeah. Acting like you know what we're talking about. And then um, and then it really kind of all 
took a good turn for us. Our good friend Ryan Dickerson, after he watched uh, the WrestleMania 33 uh, prediction show and review show, um, a reaction show, he was just so impressed. And that was like one of our first live shows we did, Facebook Live. He's like, I got to get you guys on KBYS Sports to be the wrestling guys. And he tried, and he tried, and he tried. And the thing is, they see wrestling lower than NASCAR. A couple of them in there, they, they like wrestling. Yeah. But majority, they see wrestling lower than NASCAR. So what do we do? We waited, we waited, and um, we heard that they were like, oh, we're not really interested at this time. Uh, if you guys want, like maybe once a month, you guys can talk about wrestling within the month. Like, uh, I don't know. Then we find out that Ryan says, hey, look, they're saying that every pay-per-view Sunday, y'all can come in, give your predictions for like 30 minutes, put your show over, and that's it. We started doing that, and we worked a great relationship with KBYS. We've even hosted the show. Wow, nice. Whenever everybody went out of town, uh, Ryan hosted the show, and we were like his co-host, and we talked about sports the whole time, and it was freaking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And um, we've, we have a great working relationship with KBYS. We've watched some pay-per-views over there, much like y'all do here. Yeah. So um, had a great time. But like the transition from Facebook Live and doing audio, Facebook Live is so much easier, and it's just like, I don't want so much an audio thing. You know, guys like to listen to the show in their car, yeah. driving show to show. Cool. I want you to see us talking. Because, look, people don't know what this studio... Look, we, we could be sitting in the lounge of a hotel room with holding some microphones and, like, drinking cranberry juice. Yeah. We could be on a bus right now that has really good acoustics. <laughs> it's great acoustics. They don't know that we're in a radio studio. They don't know that the lake's right there. They don't yeah. know there's like a spider web of microphones and some computers. They can't see that. Yeah. So what we do is more visual. We have a backdrop. We have good lighting. It's like a TV studio all from your phone. And I just position my phone like that. Sorry, microphone. I caption everything, tag whatever who I'm interviewing, yeah. and that's it. And then we found out that you can actually tag somebody on Facebook Live and interview them. We were one of the first out there, first wrestling podcast that started doing that. Yeah, and that is huge. Now you've got a lot of people doing it, and we're happy to say that we were we were one of the first because back then, like that's whenever you can invite somebody in. And I saw somebody do that, which is somebody like wrestling. You need to do that for wrestling. Yeah, we need to do that for wrestling. We started doing it. But yeah, man, we 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 have a blast. Um, and sadly, uh. Casey, no longer a part of Pro Wrestling Roundabout. I, I, I'm making damn sure he's not coming back, so don't worry. Wow. Ryan Dickerson uh, is is replacing Casey Jones fully, um, and we'll just we'll just see where the road takes us. All right. Ryan can't. Ryan's excited. Cool, man. I'm excited too. So that was really cool to hear about the evolution of your podcast. Evolution is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> so so go ahead and give us uh, your website. And your Facebook and all that, so everybody can check you guys out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, the website, you know, it's kind of sorta. Uh, you know, we have some stuff on there. You can go look at. Uh, it's at pwrofficial.com. www.pwrofficial.com. Facebook. Um, sadly, we had an April Fool's joke that failed, and we are still. And I know how much you hate Mark Zuckerberg. Oh! If I oh, saw we... Mark Zuckerberg, I'd sucker punch you straight in the face. Yes! I curb stomp him. <laughs> we would both sucker punch you. Screw you, you lizard man, sitting on a cushion drinking water too loud. Yeah! I hope Congress rips you a new one, throws you in jail. Yes. Like, I hate you, Mark Zuckerberg. And I hope it's just like it was in American History X for you. Yeah.
Zuckerberg, screw you! We're getting crazy in here. Sounds like a dual rant here on Mark yeah, Zuckerberg. But yes, I was going to get with you about that too. <clears throat> you had the joke. You changed your, <laughs> you changed your page name, and you can't get it back because they're saying that it will confuse people. There's no confusion here. Confusion. <laughs> it's such, it's terrible. It's so terrible. And like the thing is, what's terrible about this? There's no hotline. If there was a hotline. This would already be taken care of weeks ago. Yeah. But the thing is, that there's no hotline. Oh, you don't want to upset anybody. Yeah. So you can talk to other users and work it out. That's not going to solve anything because they don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and then you get these uh, fake dudes named Garnett that are supposedly a real person <laughs> that hit you back, but they just copy and paste Probably. the automated bot uh, response it's that a you robot. got the seven other times you appealed your page name change. Yeah, and the thing is, like, Facebook is where we mainly do our business. Yeah. And it's like, people. I remember Chris Black was like, man, I love the round table. I'm like... Not real, dude. It's pro wrestling roundabout. He's like, what? Like, no, it was an April Fool's joke gone bad. Like, <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I mean, this has pissed me off so bad. Yeah. And I know we got to get to the uh, podcast here soon, but this is important, Patrick. <laughs> no, go ahead. This, uh, I'm in no hurry. This has pissed me off so bad. I ran a poll on our Twitter page trying to find out if Facebook is really worth it for us. Now, I know, you guys, it's totally worth it. You can't abandon because that's your main medium. But for us, I'm like, this is almost a straw that's breaking the camel's back for me, Mark Zuckerberg. Like, obviously, if you looked at my page, there's no confusion. There's average marks posted all over this beast. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, I really don't get it. And the thing is that, like, I was told by somebody who worked with the CW and Lafayette, they had a show that they changed the name up. Um, and they sent it off. They were like, they tried to do it on Facebook. Nothing. It took weeks. And they were like, okay, we got, we got to send, send a business card. Let's send some paper that says like, oh yeah, this is official. We are this, we are this, 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 this is this, this, this. We did this on this, this date. Yeah. Whatever. They sent it off. They sent something back in the mail. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, we, we, we can't believe that. Like, uh, do I have to go over there to Four two whatever hacker way wherever the hell your big overly large social media complex is. Do I have to go over there, bust up in there? I was about to say something really bad. Yeah, family like, show. Like 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 the YouTube girl. <laughs> oh crap! But God, let us have our name back. Yeah. For Christ's sake, I came up with the name and it's freaking magnificent. People always ask me, why would you name your show Pro Wrestling Roundabout? Is there another Pro Wrestling Roundabout? No! <laughs> That's why we're the Pro Wrestling Roundabout, because there's not another one, and it works. Yeah. It works. Yeah. That's the issue we ran in with Mark Outmania. Um, and Twitter changed it just fine. Because why? Because Twitter rocks. And they have they have a people. That's on it. Yeah. And they oh, got sorry, their stuff together. Yeah. Facebook makes so much freaking money they have so many people working for them yeah you think somebody could just look at it it would have been taken care of yeah they really have so much stuff to do they're like oh, oh man i have I, I have all these papers i have to get to it's just stacks of files like okay number one okay they want this deleted they're offended okay check deleted another one offended deleted yeah you know bang dead bang well, gone. you know what it is there they're so worried about safe zones at the facebook uh headquarters you know uh, 
especially when they see my message that I sent back to them in the appeal. Oh, boy. They're going to be like, I can't deal with this. I need the safe zone. The cry closet. Yeah. <laughs> now let me go cry for an yeah. hour. Yeah. So it's just going to keep getting passed on and passed on, and people oh. are getting all up in their feelings looking for that safe zone. You heard it first from me. I'm going to make my own social media site. It would be the best social media site. You know ever. it would. So let's talk real quick before we get into the podcast. There's also X3 solutions that are under the PWR umbrella. Yeah. Um, exactly right. I love how you said it. It's under the umbrella. Thank um, you. Yeah. So I, you know, of course, I've done a lot of artwork for Pro Wrestling Roundabout, and I just, like, started sending. I was bored and I'd make logos for people. And, uh, like, one night I was up. All night, and I was making a, a logo for pro, for a pro wrestling two two five. Like I put pro wrestling, I put like the skyline of Baton Rouge. It's the one they keep posting with like the great yeah, background. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I sent it to Wild Thing. I'm like, hey Wild Thing, man, I was bored and I made this. Oh, cool. Found out that he's using it. <laughs> Didn't even text me. And uh, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Someone's using my logo. And, like I did another one for somebody. They're using it. I'm like, cool. I'm not really getting anything out of it though. So I'm like, you know, I gotta, I gotta do something with this. And then I remember you telling me, like, don't sell yourself short. Yeah. And like, that was good advice. Thank you, like, brother. You're right. Yeah. I don't need to sell myself short. So what did I do? I made a Facebook page. Didn't have that many followers, but the thing is, whenever I go to shows, I also plug my show to wrestlers and say, if you want to do an interview, you can hit me up. I'll put, I'll put your dates over. I'll put you over, and I return. You know, we'll get something back. You know, we'll get exposure from it. And I also tell them, like, if you need logos or artwork done or anything, hit me up. I'm the best in the world, and I'm cheaper than everybody else. Yeah. That's how I put myself over. And they say, really? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, yeah. <laughs> like, last night, I, I, have a, I have a people who were messaging me all morning. Like, this is what I want. I want this. I want this. I want this. I'm like, okay, bro. Hold up. Like, I've got stuff in the works right now with a lot of people, of course. Probably my most well-known... Um, uh, clients, uh, Killer Elite Squad, mm -hmm. the biggest tag team over there in uh, New Japan. Well, I like to think they're the biggest uh, tag team in New Japan. But they're one of the biggest tag teams on earth. Definitely the most controversial. Yeah. Right now, what's going on with Lions Pride? Speaking of Lions Pride, I'm going to be doing the new logo for Lions Pride Sports. Yes. Already been made, already been taken care of. They're just going to publish it out there. Nice. Um, and I'll be handling some graphics for them and several other promotions. Like Elevate Pro, I do yeah. some graphics for. Uh, 225 has asked me to do some stuff. Uh, the Cajun Outlaws logo was me. Nice. Uh, and, of course, like other people, too. I mean, I also do, like, promo artwork. You know, if you have something that, you know, you're trying to get, like, oh, we got this coming up on such and such date. Bam, I can do that for you. And it's it's better than everyone else's. Like, I do. I do some promo posters. I'm not really good at, like, the poster poster. Like, I, I, I can do it, but, you know, I will be honest. You can get someone better to do the poster. I haven't really quite figured that one out yet. I don't really have the software to do it. You need like a very expensive version of Photoshop in order yeah. to get like that crystal clear look of the guys. Um, hit up Super Tech's Brent McKenzie; he's really good at doing those. But uh, everything else, like I, I do it, and I, I always like to tell people like I'm I'm the best in the world, and yeah. what I do is not a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna get into it, but yeah, like I, I I put myself over. Like it's an ego driven business. I'm an ego driven logo maker. Yeah, there you so, go. So yeah, that's that's what I do, and uh, it's uh, like I always try to put us over on a. Uh, on the weekly roundabout, the the newest weekly show, because like I started doing like the SmackDown versus Raw thing a yeah. while back, yeah, and uh, people liked it, and I'm like, we had the weekly roundabout show that was turning into the every three months roundabout show, 
And I'm like, we've got to do it every week. And so I rebranded that show to the Weekly Roundabout. And um, soon we'll have more shows. I've been talking to Ryan. He's got so much stuff he wants to do. We'll soon have a show that's just Raw SmackDown. We'll have a show that's strictly Ring of Honor in New Japan. Nice. And every indie promotion you can think of. We'll have a show that's just strictly NXT and 205 Live. We'll have a show that's just classic wrestling. Like, we're going to take this date and this point of history everything in wrestling on this date and we're going to talk about it and break it down we have so much stuff we have planned nice. and we're only getting started and as far as guests go i keep hinting we have freaking household names coming on the show someone who doesn't even know about wrestling knows who these guys are nice and they're willing to do this absolutely nothing they said absolutely so awesome dude a lot of thing a lot of great things going on with pro wrestling roundabout find them on youtube Find them on Facebook. Find them on the internet. Instagram. Pro Wrestling Roundabout and the Gram, yes. Hey, pro underscore wrestling underscore roundabout. Get exclusive content you won't see anywhere else. All right, Patrick, let's get into it, bro. Hey, I'm sorry if I took too long talking about my show. God, 40 no. minutes in, Bryce. We have I'm no, a talker, baby. We, we don't necessarily have a time limit here. so That's awesome. Okay, good. I've been on shows where they, they're like... CM Punk. CM Punk with the watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you have 10 minutes to put yourself over. Not here, baby. You can talk That's as long as you want, as long as it's good content. That was uh, it's good content all the way through there. So, Jeez, now God bless him. Hey, it, if you eat one of those spicy chips, it'll help, he'll help the call. No, I've already ate those. Are they really that spicy? Dude, I was dying for eight minutes. Like, I regretted being born for eight minutes. I saw a Daniel Bryan eat one. No expressions at yes, all. Yes, I did see that. He was a beast. And from eating that, I can't imagine how he did that. That chip was so hot. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it, Patrick. All right. So uh, a big story uh, came out on Tuesday. Tom Cargill, uh, I guess is this guy's name. He is Enzo Amore's personal general counsel. He released a statement. Here's a little excerpt, uh, the most important part of the statement. Does that the- mean he's, he's his lawyer? Uh, either his lawyer, maybe his agent, I don't know, uh, one or the other, I would assume. But yeah. uh, this is an excerpt from this uh, letter he put out that Enzo Mori put on his Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the Phoenix Police Department recently informed Mr. Uh, it says Arndt here, but I, I guess that's how you say his name. Mr. Amore. Eric Arndt. Eric Arndt, yes. yes. And his counsel that there is insufficient evidence in this matter to warrant any criminal charges as regards to the girl accusing Enzo of sexually assaulting or raping her. Uh, the matter will not be transferred to the county attorney for prosecution and that their investigation and case is closed. No, char- no charges were ever filed. The matter is closed. So what that means is if Enzo More has uh, a dime for every charge he has against him right now, he would have zero dimes. Zero <laughs> dimes, Enzo. So with that being said... <laughs> Does Enzo Amore get back into wrestling? Obviously, in my opinion, I don't see him going back to WWE. Some people, you know, may start talking. You know, Impact seems like a good uh, landing spot for Enzo. So, like I said, you know, will he wrestle again? If he does wrestle, uh, who does he wrestle for, Ryan? I mean, what do you think? Well, he's got to get back into wrestling because he ain't going to be no rapper. I don't know if anybody's ever seen that video. He was like at this big rap station in New York, and they had him do like a like a flow. The worst, like I mean, like Shia LaBeouf 
on Sway's Five Fingers of Death rapped better than this guy. You listen to Sway? Yeah, I listen to Sway. Oh, I watch I watch Sway's videos sometimes. I'm, I'm I'm not much of a rapping fan. Yeah, I'm not really much of a rapping man. Yeah, but it's, I, inter- I, it's I like, an entertaining I like show. I like seeing guys like I grew up listening to, like Brother Ali and you know some people like that going on there and you know they. You still got it. Yeah, Please yeah, yeah. retire. <laughs> don't don't hurt yourself out right. there. But yeah, it, it, he's not going to make it as a rapper. He's got to come back. And uh, when when this thing first came out, that's what I tweeted on 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 Twitter, and then uh, shared it on Facebook as well. Um, well, now I guess he can focus more on his rap career until Impact calls, because obviously he's going to go to Impact. I mean, come on. Yeah, Impact right now could use. Anybody and everybody they can get their hands on. I mean, and Enzo Amore would, you know, while he's not the greatest wrestler, the dude is epic when it comes to his mic skills, in my opinion. And yeah. he could go to Impact, cut some tremendous promos, especially after everything that has happened to him. Um, you know, I, I think he would do real well in, in Impact. And that's really the best case scenario for him right now because obviously he's not a good enough wrestler to go to a Ring of Honor or. New Japan, so he could do well, I think, in Impact, and he could be one of the top guys in Impact as far as uh, the attention that he would bring to Impact, especially with his mic skills, because anytime the dude has a microphone in his hand, I'm listening. So um, hopefully he lands at Impact. If he doesn't land at Impact, I really don't know where he could end up. That's just, it's really up in the air at this point, I suppose. Bryce, have you seen the videos that that girl that was accusing him put like on YouTube and stuff like that? No, I haven't. You've seen them, Patrick. Yeah, I've seen her. Uh, a lot of people are well. A lot of people are saying that she should be charged for falsely, yes. but she still she she's come out since the charges were dropped, and she is, you know, she's told her story and she's sticking to it. Well, of so, course she would, because she doesn't want to be indicted. Mm-hmm. But so, it, it, she's obviously bat s crazy. Yeah, and she, she at least seems mm-hmm. it. And apparently, she was she's been admitted into a mental hospital before. Yes, so. Yeah. That, Right there, that's all you need right there. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, once you saw her on those videos on YouTube, you're like, "Ah, dude, there's no way this happened. Yeah. Because he's, like you said, he's Enzo Amore. Like, he doesn't have to settle for, you know, like. But we thought about that with Kobe Bryant, too. I got a million followers. Now, with Kobe Bryant, was this a thing where she was all about it until somebody got in her ear and said, hey, you can sue this dude and get a whole lot of hush money. Maybe the same thing. She might have told one of her girlfriends, hey, yo, I just uh, did the Humpty Bump with uh, Enzo Amore. And they're like, hey, doesn't he make a lot of money? Yeah, I think he does because he's the realest G in the room. Why don't you sue this dude? But he's got zero dimes, so like, why, you know? He makes a lot of money. Uh, (laughs) He doesn't make that much money. He makes a lot of money in merch sales. But, dude, believe me, he blew a lot. Oh, I'd imagine a lot of his money. Like, dude, he he bought bought a new house, bought a new car, bought all this expensive clothes within a matter of a month. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you, right now, the dude's struggling. He's hurting. He's eating that ramen. Eating the ramen. Yeah. Now, I will say the dude's keeping him professional. Uh, he's hasn't posted things on Instagram. He deleted everything on Instagram. Like, I think he posted something with, like two shoes on a wire and it tagged WWE, meaning that he's hanging them up. Um. Well, here's the thing. You you say that I'm looking at his Twitter account right now. Um, you know, he tweeted this on a the uh, earlier this week, I think on Wednesday, the letter saying the charges would drop. His last tweet before that was the statement right after. That was back on January 23rd. 
statement right after the girl made the accusations about uh, him raping her. That was his last thing he tweeted on his Twitter account. So he has, from January 23rd to May 16th, not a single thing on, on Twitter. He's definitely gone silent on Twitter. I haven't really kept up with his Instagram, but you say his Instagram has pretty much been the same way. At least he's already deleted it. Deleted some some things yeah, at least. He he deleted almost everything. I remember he had all kind. Of, he had some crazy stuff that he posted, and like he he posted one thing on his Instagram story. It was just like some sneakers, some some Jordans that were on a wire, and it's mm. just like they're hanging. He's like, and he tagged WWE right on the shoes. So <laughs> I get, I mean I I see that. I'm like, okay, he's hanging them up. There it is. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that Enzo uh, could not get on a microphone and cut a promo. All of his promos, he wrote down and he memorized and studied them. Uh, his whenever he would rap, same thing. I heard that too. That was Simon Gotch that was saying that, huh? Yes. Yeah. I, I listen. I I love you shoot, and I find yeah. a lot of stuff in that. And man, also terrible wrestler. He headbutted himself, broke his arm, <laughs> like, broke his own leg. He, he he couldn't he couldn't do a simple roll up, and he's like, and he he messed it up. So what does he do? He headbutts. Headbutt Simon Gotch, DDTs himself, broke his leg, <laughs> was in a wheelchair, not yeah. because he was sad, because he legit messed something up. Oh, my God. Simon Gotch, not a nice guy. No. Although, I pl- I tried to beat him in rock, paper, scissor. Huge rock, paper, scissor. He's, he loves rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Played him in paper, rock, scissor at uh, Civic Center. Yeah? Beat the, beat the crap out of me. Oh, oh he got brutal. you. Brutal. Huh? And he beat everybody in line. You, you know what's funny about that? That is actually a great skill because I was thought I was good at Rochambeau, and then they had this tournament over here in Lake Charles to send people to Las Vegas for the Rochambeau tournament. And the dude that won that tournament there, I was on uh, the rock station here in town at the time. I challenged him on the air, and he came, and he kicked the crap out of me. And I was like, uh, there's got to be more to this rock, paper, scissors than I was suspecting there was to this rock, paper, scissors game. What rock station were you on? The a Pirate. You were on the pirate, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Oh my God, I miss I miss the pirate. <sighs> that ship has sailed. Nope. Waka waka waka. No pun intended. <laughs> all right, Patrick, what we get next? All right. So last week we did talk about all in. There was the press conference while we were recording the show live. Of course, we did announce at the very end of the show that Cody would be wrestling for the NWA. World Heavyweight Championship against the current champion, Nick Aldis. Yeah. Now, I did read somewhere that Aldis is scheduled to defend that belt, I think in June sometime. And if he loses the belt, now I may be wrong. I want to say I, made a, I may have read this on Wikipedia, which Wikipedia sometimes is is credible, sometimes it's not. But if he would lose, he, Cody would still wrestle Nick Aldis in a special singles match. Now, in my opinion, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, ha, you know, have him face over the NWA World Champion is. It doesn't really matter. So, yeah. but nonetheless, uh, the tickets went on sale right after we finished recording the podcast, and Cody Rhodes tweeted out on a Sunday, seven forty six p.m., twenty nine minutes and thirty six seconds. Thank you very much. The show sold out twenty nine minutes thirty six seconds, way faster than they expected. Uh, Cody was talking about their projections. He said. They were projected to maybe do three, 4,000 in the first week, mm-hmm. and then they were going to try it. But, I mean, 29 minutes and 36 seconds, absolutely amazing. And a couple of guys, a couple of big wrestling names, tweeted out congratulations. Oh, and first, and another guy tweeted, uh, Mike, 
Pellucci, I think is how you say his name, uh, tweeted, it's been 20 years since some someone other than Vince McMahon ran a 10,000-person building from a wrestling show in the United States. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson just sold out one in a damn hour. Truly historic. And then, of course, Paul Heyman uh, tweets out, uh, so I offer my heartfelt congratulations to Cody Rhodes, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson, who have proven themselves to be artists who backed their own vision and emerged as pioneers in the genre of entertainment to which they have dedicated their lives. And then Chris Jericho tweets out, congrats, Cody Rhodes, Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, and all the boys for selling out all in in just 30 minutes. This is huge. So obviously a lot of news regarding that show this past week as far as how quickly it sold out, despite the fact that there's only one match scheduled to take place. And obviously you have all these names like uh, Omega, yep. Okada, Jay Lethal. You got the Young Bucks, who we don't know who they're going to be facing yet. And Cody and Nick Aldis, the only match scheduled so far. Rey Mysterio even now will be there. Rey Mysterio's all in. That's a new name that was added in the last week or so. So you have all these big names, all this, the possibilities here. Oh, yeah. As far as what could happen in this show. And then a lot of people now start talking to, you know, more details are coming out about the show. Matt Jackson also said earlier this week, talking about the length of the show, and he said, realistically, three hours. They want to stay away from the four or five hour marathons where the fans are obviously worn out by the time the main event rolls around. So expect about a three hour show for All In on September 1st. But uh, I'm curious to see what matches they book for this show and that there's any more people who could be added to this lineup because right now they're, they got a stellar list of superstars who will be. Uh, at all in, and then of course the the story with CM Punk doing the the meet and greet the day before speculation on if he's gonna maybe show up. Maybe I don't think he'll wrestle. Maybe he wrestles. Uh, I do see the possibility of him maybe showing up to the show, getting involved some way somehow. Who knows? Maybe he'll just be there as a fan, even though he he doesn't watch the product. But I think he would show up in Chicago for an indie show, as far as showing up supporting you know those guys and doing what they're doing. So a, a lot of discussion in regards to All In, but uh, Ryan, we'll, we'll, we'll jump to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on all this, you know, being sold out so quickly and everybody just praising Cody and the Young Bucks for just what they've accomplished thus far without even having, other than the, the NWA World title match, an- announcing any other matches for this show? Yeah, I think it's groundbreaking, and that's what one of the Jacksons said. I don't know if you guys saw the little vignette that the NWA posted on their YouTube page, but <clears throat> you know, one of the Jacksons can't remember which one it was, but he was like, you know, this is for every single person in indie wrestling to show it can be done, and it is possible to obtain. And you know, they were saying, you know, look at us—we're career indie people. Nobody could think an indie show could sell out a ten thousand seat house much less in 30 minutes. So yeah. it's absolutely amazing what they did. And essentially you have ROH and in, in New Japan talent, which there's no way ROH is selling out that building, which I think is kind of odd. Yeah, I mean, they, they sold out the uh, the UNO Lakefront Arena, but I remember being there and there were some seats. I remember seeing a couple seats empty. Yeah. But it was pretty much sold out. Yeah. And another thing, I love the way they're putting the NWA in this. Um, you know, uh, I may not be a fan of some of the choices that Billy Corgan has made, but I love the brand and I love what it stands for and I love the history of it. And like, <laughs> by God, 
if Nick Aldis goes over on Cody freaking Rhodes, that will light up the internet. Even I think even bigger than the announcement of Jericho Omega because everybody will poop on this show if Aldis walks out the building as the NWA heavyweight champion of the world. There's going to have to be a dirty finish if so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. because even though Cody's one of the hottest wrestlers in the world right now, if you've seen any of this Aldis World Tour thing, the guy can't have a decent match with anyone. Anyone. The guy's total garbage. He doesn't deserve to wear the strap that Harley Race held, that even Colt Cobana held. The strap that Ric Flair held. The guy Dusty doesn't Rhodes. deserve it. Dusty Rhodes. Jax Dane held the title. Jax Dane. Who's Jax Dane? And Steven Sting, Sting's had that title before, even before the WCW days, I believe. Yeah, right? so, so many names, and yet um, the the resurgence of the company is on the back of Nick Aldis. I don't get that. But anyways, yeah, I'm really pumped about the show. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, they're going to make a ton of money off of this. They already have made a ton of money off of this. Money. Yeah. Bryce, what are your thoughts? Uh, man, dude, I, I can't wait for All In. I wish that Pro Wrestling Roundabout could be there on Podcast Row. We have a good friend of ours, uh, Kelsey from Super Kicking with Kelsey. She's been a guest on the show before. Mm-hmm. She'll be headed up there to All In. She's actually from New Orleans. She works for, I think, one of the Fox stations in New Orleans. Okay. She has interviewed literally everybody in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. We will someday, too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she's, she's heading up there to All In, so we, we wish her the best of luck and safe travels up there, man. But hey, look, All In, I hope Matt Riddle gets on the card. I love Matt Riddle. Uh, I think Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be there, too. Nice. Uh, I want to see Minoru Suzuki on the card. Uh-huh. There's a whole bunch of people I want to some see on the Ospreay? card. Huh? Would you like to see some Osprey there? Osprey versus the Louisiana Wrestling Commission. <laughs> Russ is over there shaking his head like, stop the show. Yeah. I saw him last night. He just, Russ just looked at me, and he's like, are you part of the show? And I'm like, kind of. Okay. He just walked away. <laughs> Russ, somebody, I forgot who it was, but he walks in the locker room, and he was like, that old man out there, man, he's such a downer. Like, who? He's like, I don't know, the guy in the khaki in the briefcase. Oh, yeah, that's Russ. Russ is the commissioner. I don't yeah. even know Russ. Yeah. Russ is a wrestling commissioner. One of them. He's a state deputy. He doesn't know anything about wrestling, no. Legit shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but he can shut down your show if he wants to. <laughs> he can't shut down Pro Wrestling Roundabout. What? Unless we book him. He can kick you out the building and get you arrested. he give you some silver bracelets. I'll do what I want. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, man, All In's going to be great. I can't wait. And you know, here's what I'm looking at that nobody's looking at. Yeah. I also look at the production aspect of it. What's what's the production setup going to be like? Are they Is this just going to be some lights over a ring? All black ring? Are we going to see a black curtain? Or is it just going to... Are we going to see like a truss beam with some lights? Are we going to see an LED setup with like, you know, you see like their logo and their name projected out on it. What are we going to see? What's the production aspect like? Yeah. I can't wait to see that. I hope it's freaking magnificent. I hope they work out something with Ring of Honor. That's what I was fixing to say. They probably use Ring of Honor's gear. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll let them do it. Um, I'm sure it's not that much. I was talking to a Ring of, Ring, uh, Ring of Honor production guy, and uh, I forget what the company is. It's kind of like DSP over here yeah. in Lake Charles. Um, it's like that, but... It, it's like a bigger setup. Like they do big concerts and stuff, and like that Ring of Honor set. Like it doesn't. That's Ring of Honor doesn't own that. Right. They just use. That's like their 
production company. They use their stuff. Right. That set's been used for concerts at casinos and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's not Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is not on it. But, um, yeah, man, I can't wait to see what they do with the production aspect off of it. Also, I want to ask you guys this. If they could sell out this 10,000-seat arena, do you think they could sell out, I don't know, not like a huge football stadium, but you think like they can sell like a like a thirty thousand seat football stadium, like maybe I don't know, like McNeese, whatever. Depends on I would say like if it's if it's in Chicago, yeah, they I think they could have done it. Definitely, it just it just depends on the market that they are in. They're in a big city market like a Chicago or something like that, and they find a big enough arena. Uh, I mean, ten thousand seats in less than thirty minutes. Think about it. I think they might not sell it. Obviously, they wouldn't sell it as quickly. Sell out as quickly, but you know, I think within. Give them thirty thousand. I would have said within a week they would have sold that out for sure. Wow! If not within a couple, few days, because I mean I'm, I'm sure there's still people out there right now trying to you know because apparently there was some scalpers that bought maybe mm. uh, I think all, there was it wasn't very many. I want to say somebody said maybe a couple few hundred tickets out of ten thousand scalpers bought and. You know, I, I mean, I even tried to go on like StubHub to try and see how much tickets were, just to see, hey, you know, shot in the dark here, but maybe I could find a way to Chicago on September first. But uh, that's also the same day that college football season kind of starts. Yeah, so it's the first. That's the only thing. I wish they would have moved it a Saturday. The Saturday before it would have been perfect because I know because see, I'm a huge college football fan, along with pro wrestling. Anybody that follows me on Twitter, literally, my bio is college football and pro wrestling junkie. But the same day as the opening Saturday of college football, ooh, man, like I know I'm I'm gonna be uh, heading up to Dallas for LSU and uh, Miami. The now the good thing about that LSU and Miami plays that Sunday, Sunday, September second. So oh, I, I actually I, I will probably, and I think LSU and that's the only two that's the only college game that day. So LSU and Miami have that stage to themselves, but that's a I know, I'm, but like the vibe's gonna be terrible. I'm gonna be walking around the stadium just like. I uh, wish people were watching college football because that's always the best. Like, oh, man, like, what? Like, they're playing them, and they're getting beat by them. That's a nobody school. Like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That's, that's, and that's the vibe of it. And it's just going to be everybody's like, yep, tonight's the night. But, of course, you always, you always have the, you know, everything's going to happen already the day before. So, you never know. Something crazy could happen on the opening Saturday. It gives people yeah. something to talk about at the tailgate. And then I think everyone's going to be excited. First game of the year, everyone's just – it, you know, that's how it is for everybody at the beginning of a, of a football season. You know, all right, this could, even though LSU's expectations this year are not as high as they normally are, but you never know. LSU just got a new quarterback. Oh. We're, we're talking about college football now on a pro wrestling podcast. Ohio State. Yes, guy. Joe Burrow is now going to LSU, but that is another story for another college football podcast that we don't have, unfortunately. Hey, but anyway. So, but, hey, also, I want to also point out, do we see another all-in show in the future? I think Much so. like House of Hardcore. I mean, guys, House of Hardcore was Tommy Dreamer's like one show, bringing back everybody from ECW, going to be a big revamp show. He was only going to do it once. Once he saw them dollar signs, he was like, he oh, said, oh, wait a minute. And he did another one. Yeah. And then another one. Yeah. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. And here we are now. He, it, Dude, he's, he's like the only wrestling show on Twitch right now. We're about to get a bunch of wrestling shows on Twitch. You know, yeah. you guys are about to be on Twitch. You know we are. God bless you. No, God bless Twitch God and bless. OBS. God bless Texas. Free. Speaking of Twitch, nothing has uh, really been said about where this all-in is going to be broadcast, if it will be broadcast at all. I think the Jackson said that they were talking to streaming services. So, I don't know, does anybody have any idea, read anything? I tried to look up stuff on where they could possibly 
stream this stuff? Bryce, do you know anything um, about where they could possibly stream it? Fight TV, uh, or the Fight Network. Uh, Pro Wrestling Roundabout is uh, the commentary team for Elevate Pro. We're on Fight TV. We're actually trying to get Pro Wrestling Roundabout, uh, the weekly roundabout, actually, and uh, interviews on Fight TV, too, mm-hmm. or on Fight TV channel. We're working with Fight TV. But Fight TV is a good spot. Kind of like pay-per-views, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, you can get a Ring of Honor pay-per-view for, like, I don't know, like, 30 bucks. Uh, like, the Impact uh, pay-per-views. Like, you can get an Impact show for, like, like 20 bucks. I was, I was actually going to watch it, but I had some stuff going on. Didn't have that much at the time. So, um, but, yeah, you can get the pay-per-view and watch it from your phone, stream it on your, you know, laptop, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, TV. If you have a smart TV or a PlayStation or mm-hmm. Blu-ray, whatever. I think that's how they're going to do it. If not, I mean, it all all depends on who's got the money. Because yeah. I know, I know, uh, if ITV does that bid, they'll make it. You know, that's a wrestling based thing. You know, with Twitch, that's getting a wrestling audience on a video gaming streaming. Is that mm-hmm. is that what Twitch is? Yeah, it's mo- video mostly games? video games. Mostly I think now games, it's yeah. starting to expand to other things. But originally, uh, mostly a a site for gamers to to stream, Watch. whether they're playing Fortnite or. The other day I was stream. I, I actually stream on Twitch sometimes. And good for you. Uh, the other day I was playing WWE 2K18, like streaming just fantasy matches. And I had a Cruz was uh, in a party with me. I was like, Cruz, what do you want to see? Oh, I want to see uh, Osprey versus. Uh, and I I download all these these New Japan people on the WWE game. So I had like Osprey and I forgot who he was. <laughs> I forgot who. But I'm just you know streaming these. Uh, you know, random wrestling matches I'm making up and stuff. So, um, you know, that's what it is. It's just for games and, you know, whether it's on Xbox. There's a lot of PC gamers on there, though. But uh, obviously Xbox, PS4 users are starting to use it, too. And now I'm starting to see other people use it for other things outside of gaming. Like Impact uses it mm-hmm. for to stream whatever it is that they stream. Like I think it was WrestleCon, WrestleMania weekend they streamed on there, too. So... Uh, certainly, they're expanding beyond gaming, so I could see Twitch as a, a viable option. Because I would think, you know, all these streaming services are like trying to, are fighting to get this event because they know whoever gets this event knows that they're gonna, you know, generate a lot of viewers. That's gonna be like, I'm telling you, that's gonna be a very highly watched wrestling event, no matter where it's streamed, no matter how much it even costs. People are gonna buy it because they know it's gonna be that good. I think. Oh yeah, definitely, man. I I can't wait for all in. Uh, I guarantee you, we'll see another all in. Maybe like all in two. Maybe they'll do it in Philly. Mm-hmm. See an all in three. Maybe in Florida. Yeah. I uh, hope they don't get stupid and just do it every like once a year WrestleMania season. Do an all in. You know. That's another thing I like about this. So somebody was talking about you know like the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. The reason, partially, the reason it did so well. Is because it was in New Orleans, WrestleMania weekend. This show, there's no other major wrestling show in Chicago this weekend. They have this weekend to themselves, of course, with the exception of college football, but that's obviously two different, you know, apples and oranges there. But they have this whole weekend to themselves. So it's going to be real interesting to see how well this show does. Uh, where the you know the ticket sales obviously sold out now. Um, and then you know they sell merchandise. Uh, they have like you know appearances. Obviously the CM Punk appearance. Uh, he's gonna make some money. I don't know if that's directly uh influenced or like directly working with the you know Cody and the Young Bucks. What's going on there? 
And then whenever wherever it streams, how much money is it going to generate uh, from people watching? That's going to be the real question mark there. That's going to be the, the X factor, in my opinion, is how many people are going to actually watch this on a streaming service wherever it gets streamed, whether it's on Fight TV, whether it's on Twitch or wherever. It doesn't matter. So that's uh, that's the question I have as far as... Uh, you know how how well is it going to do? I think they're going to measure. Obviously, the ticket sales are doing good, but also you got to measure. You know how good you do, how many people buy it on uh, wherever they stream. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Well said. All in. Can't I cannot wait for all in. Um, I sadly probably won't be able to watch it. Then again, who knows? I might have time. Uh, I'll be just getting into Dallas whenever the show's probably going on. Yeah. So. Well, if it's on Fight TV, you can watch it anytime. Anytime. Any place, anywhere. Yeah, We're exactly. an advocate. JR is an advocate. There you go. What we got next, Patrick? All right, so on Monday, it was announced uh, Nia Jax uh, apparently has chosen Ronda Rousey as her next opponent for the no! Raw Women's title match at Money in the Bank. So it is official. Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the WWE Raw Women's title at Money in the Bank. And, you know, a lot of people... Obviously, she had her debut match at WrestleMania, and everyone was impressed. But this is a completely different animal now. Like, you were in a mixed tag match with a Hall of Famer, uh, a future Hall of Famer in Triple H. So, you know, the the pressure while it was on you, it wasn't as much on you then as it will be when you go one-on-one with Nia Jax. And now you have Ronda Rousey. Uh, they're billing her as the, the baddest woman on the planet. And then you have Nia Jax, who is, I think, the, the irresistible force. Not the irresistable force. The uh, They call the, the it... The immovable object. Yeah, but no, it's, it, the, oh, I, I was thinking irresistible force meeting the immovable object, Andre versus Hogan, WrestleMania 3. But they call her... Oh, they might... Because there's something on her Titantron. It's the something... like the, uh, I want to say it's like the irresistible force or something I'm like that. like Miles But either way, like, you know, they built, the, they built her up where she practically squashed Alexa at WrestleMania and then again at uh, Backlash, but, you know, they're building her up to be this kind of unstoppable, you know, women's wrestler. So now you got these two unstoppable women meeting each other. My first thought, this is going to end in a, in a no contest or a disqualification. They, they, if I'm them, I do not have one go over the other because it just, it just seems like it's so early in Ronda's career and in her professional wrestling career at least. And she did have the great match at WrestleMania. She's had a couple of live matches in Europe now, and I've actually seen a clip of some of these live, uh, her live matches where, where she basically comes in, does a few moves, pins, or she get she got the armbar on a, I forgot who it was, but she got the armbar victory over one of the other women wrestlers. She was in a tag team match with Natalia, but she's getting in the ring, but she's not, you know, it's, it's not very long. So she does her few moves, you know, she gets them in the corner, you know, starts punching them, and then. Next thing you know, she, and she has some nice takedowns. I mean, when she's in the ring, it's very nice. But I, I want to see some expansion on her, um, her on her arsenal, the moves she's got. Because right now, I feel like she's only got a certain amount of moves that she is good at using in the ring. So um, obviously, you want to expand on that because you know you're you're about to have a WWE women, Raw Women's Championship match at Money in the Bank, arguably the fifth best pay per view or the fifth most important pay-per-view of the year behind the Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, and WrestleMania. But um, I don't know. It's just – it kind of took people, I guess, by shock that all of a sudden her second televised match will be 
for the Raw Women's Championship against Nia Jax. So I don't know how they're going to do it. I, 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 my opinion is going to be a no contest. Uh, so maybe you know there was talks about Natalia turning heel, and they have some kind of feud over the summer. Whereas you know Ronda's going to work with this veteran Natalia, and obviously improve her her ring performance. You know because obviously she hasn't been wrestling that long. So you know there's always room for improvement. So maybe Natalia comes in. Beats up Ronda. Ronda wins by disqualification. Nia keeps the belt. Who knows? The the possibilities are, are really endless. But uh, I just been trying to think what what could happen in this match because it was it was shocking to me that Nia and Ronda are already going to uh, battle for the for the Raw Women's Title. So I, I don't know how it's going to go. But I do know that um, I'm I'm anxious to see uh, how it goes down at Money in the Bank. God bless him. Yeah, you know I was really pumped up. I was really marking out when when Rousey first came, but then no I got to see her college G whiz gimmick, and it's really stupid. And I hate the way that they're making her act. And she's always like, oh, "This is so amazing," you know. And it's like, shut up. She should be a, you know, a Barbara B A. She should <laughs> come in there with that stupid mad look on her face. Not say anything and kick the crap out of girls. Well, she, I mean, she not to be fair, she has been doing that. Like, you know, because that expression she has on her face, that is not a gimmick. That is shoot for real. Like, because I read a report today how, you know, what her like what her reputation has been obviously backstage, and I'm seeing you know nothing but good. I'm hearing nothing but good things about Rhonda's attitude. She's a hard worker. She's not expecting any special treatment because of who she is, and she's just really enjoying, you know, being a pro wrestler and her reputation backstage is as good as you could think it is. So, um, I think the, the, the whole gimmick, you know, the, her, her coming out, being all just excited to be here that uh, to me, that's just, that's real. That is not a gimmick. Now, you know, whenever somebody pisses her off in the ring, Hey, she, that face turns, she gets into Ronda mode and she will break your arm. So, She's and she's done that. I mean, she, I don't, she hasn't actually broken any arms yet, but she's you know when it's time to get serious, she gets serious and she'll uh, she'll take you down. So yeah, but the whole excited thing is like real. Somebody should have took her side when she got back after that first appearance. It goes, hey, look, you know, really love having you here, but what you did tonight, don't do that again, because uh, that really sucked. And the fans are the fans are loving her. Fans are very responsive to her and. But if she if she goes over on Nia, will we see it like a Roman Reigns type thing? Mm, no, like a turn on Ronda Rousey. I, I honestly do not see that happening. What do you think, Bryce? Man, I don't know. <laughs> do you, are, are you digging the whole Ronda Rousey experience uh, here? Oh man, I don't know about Ronda. Okay, okay, look, look, look. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest about Ronda Rousey. I think the, her fighting style for professional wrestling is the most unique thing I've ever seen in my life. At WrestleMania. I was literally during their entrances of uh, Triple H and Steph, and then whenever Ronda came out, I was like, "Oh God, this is gonna be the biggest script ever." <laughs> this she's she's gonna botch, and everyone here is going to see it, and they're gonna be just like, "Oh my God, botchamania!" Yeah, and um, man, she surprised everybody. Surprised the hell out of everybody. She is doing the most unique stuff. I've never seen this before. We've never seen this before. But you're right. I don't like her attitude. Mm -hmm. She should be. She should be Rhonda. She should be a mute. Do not give her the microphone because, yeah. like, 
well, you know, I would like a shot at the title. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know all my fans are here tonight. And she's an actress. <laughs> and she's done pretty decent work on movies. See, the I don't, only, the I don't only know movie, why she's so bad on the mic. Only movie I know that she was in was like that movie that dude made. Of course, the dude made it. It was about like all these women in this area of town where they just like beat the crap out of each other till death. Well, she was on The Expendables 3, I the think. She was on Furious she 7. Was on, she was on Fast and Furious. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. I mean, she wasn't like, she was a I mean, It's because supporting... she's Ronda Rousey. If she wasn't Ronda Rousey, right. she wouldn't be in the movie. But see, the difference between, you know, you say she's a good actor. You know, this is this is like a different ball game to me. Like, this is li- like she's live in front of this. Like, in, in acting, you know, all actors, they very rarely will they get stuff right on the first try. Right. She's no Nicolas Cage. So, you know... <laughs> And like I said, it's just it's very different, you know, than acting because this is this is professional wrestling. And while you know, obviously, a lot of it's choreographed, but what? Uh-huh. <laughs> but with that being said, <laughs> you know, it's it's a different ball game because you got to go out there, you got to get whatever it is you got to do, whatever you got to say when you get out there, you got to say it on the first try, and you got to nail it. And I think. You know, for her first few times, like, okay, the first time she was on the mic, it was not that good. But I feel like she has immensely progressed as far as her mic skills go. She still has improvement, obviously, but still, I mean, she's, you know, everybody talks about a Roman Reigns promo. I mean, apparently from the fans' reactions, she's cutting better promos than Roman Reigns, the top guy in the company. At least, you know, that's what Vince wants, but. Believe me, her best work will be on the Divas bikini calendar. Yes. (laughs) It's not even a thing anymore. (laughs) It's not? Dude, it's women's wrestling, and oh. I'm sure they're not going to do that anymore because I'm sorry. they're women's wrestlers. Or at least won't be circulated in Saudi Arabia. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Don't you even go there. <laughs> but yeah, Ronda, I, I just I hope they do something else with her. I mean, look, they're, they're bringing her in. Do you think they were going to bring her in and, what, make her like a mid-carder? No, she's yeah. going to get every good thing possible. Her next thing will be a stip match after she does this title match. She'll be in a stip match, and then she'll take on, like, I don't know, a legend or beat him. I don't know. I don't know. Ronda Rousey thing. Everyone who doesn't know about wrestling always asks me, like, so, man, what do you think about Ronda Rousey? I'm like, she cool? <laughs> what else do you want to say about her? So do you think she gets Charlotte and her blown-out singing after this? <laughs> Not, no, because right now, and... Obviously, because after WrestleMania 34, the uh, looking ahead to WrestleMania 35, the plan, and the, you know, obviously plans change in pro wrestling, but the plan is to have Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair for I get I'm assuming the Raw or the or the SmackDown Women's Championship. I don't know which one it'll be. It looks like I don't know because ones they're both on different brands. Maybe Ronda wins the Women's Rumble next year. And she challenges Charlotte for the SmackDown, uh, you know, uh, women's championship, and they're planning to have that match main event WrestleMania. That's the plan. Wow! But like I said, plans obviously do change. But right after WrestleMania 34, that was the the reports that next year they're planning on main eventing WrestleMania with Ronda versus Charlotte for I'm assuming the. SmackDown Women's Championship. Like if Charlotte blows out her second singing, <laughs> then you got a what problem. Are you, what are you? 
What are you saying? Her implant. Oh, I thought you were telling me that she was singing. She's a terrible singer. No, her thingies. Her boobies. I don't even know what you're her saying for a second. I'm like, I couldn't even. Hear. <laughs> I don't even know, man. Um, all right, let me let me tell you. Uh, I I don't like the plan thing. The plan. Looking ahead, people are like I'm telling you, I found this out. It's vital information. The plan. It's the plan. I don't, I don't think I don't think that's the plan. Hey, I like it though. It but hey, be. I don't see that being the main event. No way in hell. And I know it's it seems like a great idea, but it's a bad decision. Somebody is gonna boo. And people are gonna be pissed. And people are watch the next day, people leaving, beginning of the main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not gonna be Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar bad, but it's gonna be, you know, people are gonna be like, We just want not something else, you know. See, the fans actually like Ronda compared to fans that don't like Roman Reigns. So I think from that perspective, you know, I mean, I would st- I would obviously stick around and watch yeah. Charlotte and Maybe. Ronda. And then uh, I had another thing I was going to say, and I can't quite remember. But Brain fog. But, uh, oh, yeah. So uh, going up to WrestleMania 34, you had, it seemed like forever they were saying it was going to be Brock and Roman, and that's what we got. It was the main event. And it seemed like forever, like before that, that you know, that was the rumor. It's going to be Brock and Brock and Roman for the universal title. Brock and Roman. Brock and Roman. So, you know, from this perspective, from that perspective, I could see if they're already saying R- Ronda and Charlotte. I-, I think we'll get that. Whether or not we get in the main event, that's another story. I think, but I certainly think we could very well get Ronda and Charlotte at WrestleMania. Maybe not the main event, but definitely uh, in uh, in New Jersey up there next year, East Rutherford. Well, at MetLife, we're gonna get. Those two, I have a sneaky feeling we're going to get them. But the oh, yeah. the main the fact that they're going to be in the main event is um, still obviously up in the air. But it would be be interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting. What else we got? Okay, so the next thing we got here. Let's see. Took off the script here. Okay, here we go. Uh, mail call. Ah, mail uh, hold call. On, hold on, hold on, hold no, on. No, no. We'll, we'll get to get to that in a second. Oh, dang it. Uh, I want to just. Quickly go over the rest of the Money in the Bank card so far. The Women's Money in the Bank uh, ladder match, Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, and then either Billy Kay or Lana, they're wrestling this week for a spot. And then Sonya Deville and Naomi are also wrestling for a spot this week, and that's all they have so far. Hmm. The Men's Money in the Bank ladder match, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, The Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, uh, one of the members of the New Day, who I think is going to be Big E. And then uh, this mm. week, the final spot will be either Big Cass or Samoa Joe. Please be Samoa Joe. Well, I don't know. I, I saw Cass might be injured. So Apparently, yeah. he got injured at a, at a oh, live event. Oh, oh uh, no. He was just selling that. that oh, was, he was selling he, that? he was just really overselling it. I tell you the one that is, is most likely injured, I don't know. We'll find out on SmackDown, Jeff Hardy. I don't know if you guys wow. heard about Jeff. Oh, no, we haven't. Oh, Jeff, um it was it was right after two oh five live. He did a dark match main event with the Miz. During the match, he he injured his leg. They had to stop the match. Doctors came out to attend to Jeff. Yeah, gum. They had to stop the match and everything. The match was called off. He's getting kinda old though. Ma- well, he maybe. just came back from an injury. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I mean, look, Jeff's like what, thirty nine? God, please don't give that belt to gender. 
Please, well, gender, God. Gender's on, on Raw now, so they can't give it Give well, it to... It seems like they'll move him to SmackDown you know just who, so he can get the dadgum yeah. belt. Don't be surprised. I mean, if, if, if Joe don't win the, uh, the men's money in the bank, hey, give it to Joe, maybe. Heck yeah. Give it to a Joe. Um, also, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, four. Oh, uh, Jesus. Nia Jax, Ronda Rousey, really? and then Carmella and Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I love... You know, you asked me... A year ago, you ask everybody, AJ Styles and Nakamura, don't you want to see it? <gasps> now it's just like, God, the fourth one? Yeah. Well, the last, we didn't get They're a win. ruining it. Well, here's the thing. We didn't even get a winner the last two times, so I don't know what their logic is in this storyline. I'll doing. tell you what they should have done. Should have made it like an hour-long freaking match with AJ going over. No heel turn, nothing. None of that. And then everyone's like, oh my God, he was so good. Four pay-per-views later, again. They do it again. Shin wins. Like, another pay-per-view, they do it again. AJ wins, and they have an Iron Man match, and it's just like the greatest wrestling match of all time. No O-turn. No, none of that. No. But from what we've seen, can they put on a great match? Hell no. Which is surprising everybody. Patrick, would you oh, have ever oh, thought... Oh, 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 could, could Shin and AJ? Yes, absolutely. Well, Why aren't they? I don't know. Oh, yeah, what I did thought... Dave Meltzer give him, Patrick? For what? Uh... Why are you talking about Dave Meltzer? Yeah, screw Dave Meltzer. He's nothing but a mark. <laughs> but it was like three, three, and, three and a half or something like that, for this, right? For the match of Mania? Yeah. The, let me look real quick. I think it was like three and three-quarter stars. Oh, yeah. But uh, all of their matches have just been like, by God, like these two guys are putting out these quality matches. Hey guys, can I can I tell you something? Yes, please. Why are y'all caring about Dave Meltzer stars? No, we're not. Y'all should be caring about average Mark stars. We're not caring about Dave Meltzer. Believe that. Good. Did well, you hear see, my Dave my Dave Meltzer rant? I I heard her. I love your rant. Oh, thank you. I don't know if I heard that one though. By the, oh yeah, three and three quarter stars. By the way, uh, yeah. Roll the clip. I mean, uh, you should go back and listen to it. I will. Um. But, yeah, no, I'm no fan of Dave Meltzer. And me and him got into it on uh, social media as well. Really? Yeah, he retweeted me like four times. We were going back Whoa, at it. Whoa, what did he say? Yeah. Uh, he was just calling me an idiot pretty much. And yeah. I was and I was just like laying him with like Tyson uppercuts, bro. You're, you know, you're, you're an idiot. Patrick doesn't think I got the best out of it. You're an idiot. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't think, I just, you know. But I, I think know. I whipped his A. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and, AJ and Shin, you know, they did really probably. <laughs> uh, There's no average, New Japan match, that's for sure. Average. Average, average marks. Uh, yeah, guys, guys, totally idiot. So, needless totally to say, idiot. Dave is never coming on the show. Well, maybe now that we have the name change, he won't know it's us anymore. Because we were battling when we were Mark Out Mania. But Patrick, I know you were really pumped up for AJ Naka One. <laughs> yeah, I was. It, but has it really done anything for you? No, it has not. The three former matches. And the the sad thing is, those two dudes at any given moment, and every time they fought. Since then, I'm like, okay, this is going to be the one. They're just going to tear the house down. <laughs> this is going to be the one. They're going to tear Surprise. the house down. And all they've been doing is tearing each other's balls up. <laughs> That's all they've been doing. And it, it's it's sick. Yeah, I tell you. Bam. The, Bam. You are making, Bam. in my opinion, they are making a mockery of these two wrestlers right now. And now, don't get me wrong. I like Hill Nakamura, but... This is the only thing they're doing is tearing each other's ball sacks. This is legit. Like, this is is what wrestling is in the year 2018. You know, the old, I I don't want to say, the the show 
the show that Johnny Knoxville made famous, they did a thing where they would sit across from each other with their legs spread and throw a, throw an object at each other and try and hit them in the God. groin area. That's practically what AJ Nakamura's been doing since WrestleMania. I think so. It's just like they're literally going to have a match. It's going to be all serious, and it's like a serious promo Package. It's just going to be like back and forth. It's like, I'm going to challenge you to a balls versus balls match. And then, like, it's going to be <laughs> the them. first person to successfully complete gonna, a low blow win. Dude, it's like both of them standing in the ring, and then one's going to drop to the knee. Bam! Right in the kiss. Just boom. Like, and then, I, like, again, and like, which one ever has to, is just a, has to give up. You know, the other person wins. Yeah, it's like those slap wrestling. Mas- those slap yes, matches. Just like that. It's with the dingleberries. Yes, dude, it's going to be back oh, and forth. Like, that's wrestling. Geez. And, like, people are going to be all into it. Like, oh, my God, how that's is he not genius. dead? We'll have AJ and Nakamura in there slapping each other's oh. balls. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, like, rubbing his ears like, oh, yeah. Vince McMahon's losing his mind oh, back there. God. That man, that's a that, dude. Mick, yeah, McMahon's, he, yeah he's pretty, McMahon's a sick human being. Yeah, and they call it the crazy. dream match. And look, I'm, y'all, uh, it, it's it, it really it kind of makes me sick that <laughs> they are just Tell doing really this feel. with these two of the greatest wrestlers they have today, next to Daniel Bryan, and they're doing this with them. I mean, come on, now that's I'm it's gonna put you on the balls. I'm gonna put you on the balls. If those two dudes would wrestle, <laughs> if you put those two dudes wrestling in NXT, oh my goodness gracious! You, you, Give me six stars for that because mm-hmm. that would be unfreaking believable. But no, on the main roster, no. Forgot, yeah. God forbid they do all the cool flippy shit. Uh, oh, oh well, I just dropped Gummit. Let me write that down. Yeah, right. Mark mark the timing down. Uh, I, I just. Yeah, Gummit, Patrick. Uh, Don't my you bad. know it's a PG show. I know. My bad. I apologize to all the fans out there. All, all the kids who may be listening, don't don't be like me. Give a speech. Uh, well, they're play, not going to know what you music. said. Just don't be like me. Insert uh, sad music here. There's no speech. But still, you know, like they're the, the, they have the opportunity to put on some of the greatest wrestling matches we may have ever seen. Yet they're just I don't know. Is that, I think it's some of the people who Harley. produce these matches. I don't know who's producing their matches, but well, surely ain't Triple H. It certainly ain't Tyson Kidd either, because Tyson Kidd uh, did the Seth Rollins Miz match, I think, from or it was one match on Raw. Maybe they did. That was an amazing match, uh, Tyson. So, you know, let some of these cats that are in NXT, like, do some of these matches. I don't know. Maybe, and my hope is that when the XFL, you know, kicks off in 2020, maybe Vince will let Hunter run the show. And, oh, oh my goodness, if Hunter's running the show, oh, get ready. It's going to be awesome. But yeah, dude. it's probably going to be so good, it's going to be bad. It's like every match is like 10 stars. It's just like, I just can't handle this anymore. <laughs> There's nothing bad anymore. And then finally they have a bad match. There's two dudes punch each other and balls. You're like, yes, finally something we can say is terrible. <laughs> That's what wrestling's going to be in the future. It's going to be so good that it's bad. Yep. So uh, Bigger okay. than wrestling. But yeah, so we went over the card and everything. Uh, that is June 17th. Also, the night before is NXT TakeOver Chicago. Looking yes. forward to that. I don't know if they made any matches official yet. I did hear... I, th- I thought I read somewhere that they were going to do Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet. And, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that match. That match uh, has five-star potential without a doubt. Now, they've had a nice, they had a nice little sequence on NXT either last week or week before last that I saw a video of on Facebook. Man, those two dudes in the ring, they have some serious chemistry. I cannot wait. Uh, those two dudes go at it at NXT TakeOver Chicago the night before Money in the Bank. Man, I, I can't wait. That's going to be another good show. NXT... Uh, it, it seems like NXT shows are just getting better and better 
their takeover shows at least that is they're they're getting better and better so yeah looking got, forward to that and they got a follow-up takeover new orleans so you know they're going to be amped up that oh yeah it's going to be amazing a dude. show that had two five-star matches you, good, yeah good luck topping were they, that were they can do it stars? Do what? They Meltzer five stars. Yeah, Dave Meltzer five stars. The North <laughs> American, the North American title ladder match, and then a uh, Champa uh, Gargano. Oh my goodness! Had a five star match. match. Brutal. Yeah, that match was. I, 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 I. Ooh man, that was. It was such a. It felt so real. Yes. It just felt so real. Unbelievable. Good job by those two. Y'all think uh, Velveteen Dream goes to the main card anytime <laughs> soon? After Not anytime uh, soon, no. You know, he's I, gonna be. Unfortunately, I mean to cut you off, but unfortunately. I have a feeling he's going to be a star in NXT. He's going to be one of those guys that go to the main roster, and they're just going to absolutely oh, he will. waste him. He will. And the whole NXT WWE thing, now I'm seeing that it's 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 not looking good for the future. Let's say you have a glass of water. A glass of water. My Thank bad. you. I know I have to get really close to the microphone <laughs> because this one's... You got to eat that mic, boy. Eat the mic. You got a glass of water. You fill it up with... The glass of water represents the WWE main card. The other glass of water that I'm pouring in represents NXT. NXT call-ups pouring into the glass of water. Eventually starts overfilling. You have too many. Not enough spots on TV for these wrestlers to be wrestling in. Start having to create shows and create stuff for these people to do. And you're like, some people aren't even doing anything. Then they leave. That's that's the overfill. Yeah. So it's just not, it's not a good situation with NXT and WWE. That's why I wish they should just keep NXT separate from WWE and run NXT like a WWE-owned indie thing. No call-ups, nothing. Yeah. And maybe bring some people down from WWE. Well, That's what I think they should do. They should definitely bring, you know, like they brought the, Revi- the Revival back, you know, and I-, I think that's a tremendous idea. Bring, you know, uh, I guess Cesaro down. I mean, you know, just for like special, even just, you know, like special appearance- appearances in uh, storylines, like a Ty Dillinger who they've wasted. Uh, he was a star oh in NXT. God, terrible. He need, they need to put him back in NXT. He Damn. will put on some great <laughs> matches. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, I, I hate. They've wrecked, truly ruined. What is probably the worst they've ever done to an NXT star? Just totally ruined them. Bo Dallas. Bo oh Dallas my was God. the second ever mm-hmm. NXT champion. And what has he done on the main roster? Not Nothing. Diddly squat. Not a damn thing. Who else? Mm, I'm trying to think. Honestly, look, I, I'm. I'll go ahead and say this. I, I'm. I don't like what they've did, done with Nakamura since day one when he came up to the, because he was in the, he challenged Gender a couple of times for the title and lost. Uh, that should have never happened. First of all, Gender being WWE champion should have never happened. Um, that was another huge mistake. So, what about Bailey? Oh she- my God! Yeah, ruined. I love the whole thing that they were gonna start doing. I remember being at the Cajun Dome for Monday Night Raw whenever PWR invaded Raw. I don't know if anybody remember that night. Went to I Monday Night so. Raw. We're terrible, we're terrible Monday Night Raw. The only thing good that happened was uh, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy versus, uh, I think it was The Bar in a two out of three falls match for the main event. And then we had a dark match, Roman Reigns and Bray. Reigns won. Ugh, terrible. Of course he did. Um, but uh, I remember that uh, Bailey wasn't on the car that night, but she did an interview on the Titantron with, uh, Corey Graves, and after the interview, she says, "Corey, um, can, can I have a hug?" And it was like, "What are they running? Are they going to run an angle with Corey and Bailey? If so, yeah, I'm cool for that. I want to see what happens." And they're like, "Screw it, nope, not going to work." And they didn't do it. Huh? 
Because when she first came out, she was getting pops like main event dude stars. Yeah. And then, of course, that has waned since then. You're exactly. Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. They also ruined uh, the revival. I was yeah. about to say the revival. Okay. F the revival. Dude, w- were we going to talk about the revival at some point in the show? Yes. Yeah, we can talk about, yeah. Uh, I mean, and Cheap Heat, yes. Cheap yeah. Heat. So save your revival stuff for the Cheap Heat. They've yes, also sir. ruined. Uh, they also ruined Big Cass and Enzo Amore because I feel like as a tag mm-hmm. team they were great together. Oh, as a Dude. tag team, yes, phenomenal. Uh, one that they've done well and did like they're doing so much better now. Than they did in NXT. Carmella. Mm-hmm. Already. Oh God, no! I can't. I can't stand that banshee. What's the matter? With I feel like she's a very, very good heel. Now her wrestling ain't that great. Her Instagram she's a great nice. heel. Yeah, Bringman's probably if Bringman's listening right now, he's going just crazy right now. Who? But my my buddy Bringman, he's not a fan of Carmella at all. Oh, yeah, she's I'm a fan. Of, I mean, I'm a fan of her Instagram page. That's a I that's don't another story. <laughs> but uh, you know, as a heel, she's a very good heel. She's just not a great wrestler, and she cuts decent promos. I'll give her that. Like good for I, her, she cuts mm-hmm. decent promos, but she cuts promos like a heel. She's yeah. kind of annoying, but that's what she's supposed to be. So. So okay, let's right. uh, let's dive into mail call. Yes. So we have some emails from fans. So this apparently. is the first time ever this segment's ever been a first yes. time ever. Yes. This is the first time ever. So if you want to get in touch with us, of course our email is Bryce. Is email antiquated? Do you think? What what is email antiquated? Is it old? Or are the kids not using email these days? I mean, only for like really big business. Yeah. But it's mostly business with someone who's really old. I mean, I do all my business mostly in text messages or Facebook messages. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't have to be our email address. Uh, although these came from our email address, averagemarks at gmail.com. But you can hit us up, send us a, a DM on Twitter or Facebook. If you want to get in, in this segment, you can definitely hit us up and we'll read your- I'm breaking uh, the studio uh, over here. Damn it! Sorry. We'll read your email and we'll respond to it here on the show. All right. Here we go. First email is from Jeremy from Austin, Texas, and this is directed towards myself. I wonder what Ryan's rant will ha- will be this week. Oh, wait, I got a better idea. I hope his fat A has a heart attack so we don't have to suffer through that segment anymore. Signed, Ryan's Blocked Arteries. Oh, some, that's some, not nice. Some good fan mail there. Listen to me, you little douche. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he'll turn. Here yeah. we go. People love Ryan's rants. Jeremy, you better take it back a notch, otherwise it'll be a rant about you. Oh, my God. Look, Ryan's rants will never stop because I have a lot to vent about. These people don't like you. Well, apparently uh, Jeremy doesn't. All right, this next one's uh, to you, Bryce. It's from Jillian from home in Louisiana. Jillian says, I heard you were having Bryce on the show. I looked him up on Facebook. I looked him up on Facebook. Phew. Bryce, are you single? I don't. Yes, I am. <laughs> Jillian, hit me up. <laughs> he is Facebook single. Messenger. D him. Slide wait, into wait, the wait, DMs, wait. girl. Is, is she from Homa? She's from Homa. Uh, hey, Homa got some. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> nah, I'm all good. I'm saying no. is. I'm good. You're going to oh. read this book before? What? Oh, wait. You're going to read the. Uh, you're going to. I've been in this movie before. Homa has some decent looking women. I don't know how their personalities are, but I've yeah. seen. Yeah. I've seen good-looking women on Plenty of Fish from home. Hey, uh, Jennifer, Jillian, right. <laughs> hit me up. They look all right, I promise. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if they're crazy or not. I, they, I just know they look good. Uh, maybe, do you have the Plenty of Fish app? No. Okay. 
I know, I know somebody who's who's addicted, who's actually spent money on that app. Yes. Well, text him and tell him to look up Jillian and see if she's on, <laughs> see if she's hey, on there. Hey, Jillian, uh, home of Louisiana or whatever, Jennifer, whatever your name is. Hit me up. Yeah. Facebook, Messenger. Yeah, slide on those DMs, girl. I don't. All right, this one goes out to Patrick. And again, yeah. you can get in touch with us, Facebook, Twitter, DM us, or email us, averagemarks at gmail.com. This one goes out to Patrick. Mm-hmm. This is John from Columbus, Ohio. Columbus? Yeah. Buckeye Nation. Uh, to tell, know, tell him thanks for the quarterback, by the way. Oh, L- LSU. Yeah. Thanks a lot, dude. Yeah. You know what? Okay, before we read his email, I've seen highlights of this guy in the spring game because that's all we got of this guy. A yeah. uh, lot of underthrown deep balls. He doesn't yeah. have a cannon. Urban Myers. I heard sucks. he was. Re- I heard he was really good. Like the short to mid range, like pass. He's really good. So, but well, I guess when Coach O wanting to run that pro style offense, he's gonna be dinking in the dumpers. Always, oh, will be all right. That's a good Coach O. You dang right. I've worked on that. That's a good Coach O. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Fired up. Go Tigers. All right. Oh, hold that dog. <laughs> all right. So this is uh, to Patrick from John from Columbus, Ohio, and. Uh, <laughs> 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 And John says, This is going to be good. Tennille Dashwood with hepatitis C, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Tennille Dashwood with hepatitis C, uh, ooh, I think about it. Um, oh, my God. Because let me tell you what, Tennille Dashwood Look, he's gonna try to- has the most <laughs> tremendous backside of any woman wrestler I think I have ever seen. There's several other women that are better than her, so oh, uh, I'm man. good. I would uh, I think about it, but hepatitis C I don't know that's a that's a stretch, man. I don't I don't think I don't think I I don't think I could. But okay. let me just say her backside is there, um, is there, and it's it's waving at you. I don't. Is there a female wrestler you would risk Hep C for, Bryce? Uh, no, that's not smart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not I, a smart thing to do. I'm 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 thinking here about my you know. Life. Yeah, your longevity. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. What if? The lights are off. <laughs> Once again, I'm going to be smart. You know. That's only if well, you know, I'm thinking of who this is a PG show. Yeah. I came in. I said some stuff. I didn't even realize we were recording. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't know we were live. Oh, it's a pre-show. Yeah, it's pre-show. Uh, the, show's, the show's PG. You got to cut all that out. Oh, man. That would not fly in the pro wrestling that, Dude, that wasn't me. Realm. That was John from Columbus asking that. Thanks a lot, John, for derailing the show. Well, you're over now here we're going to have to tell iTunes this isn't a family show anymore. But uh, thanks for the quarterback. So. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully we don't throw the deep ball. He, he doesn't have it. All right. So you want you want to dive into rumor yeah, rumor mill now? It. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about in rumor mill, obviously the big story: John Cena and Nikki Bella broke oh, up. But did they break up for real, or is it is this just is, a work? What's going on, Ryan? I think you have something on this. Yeah. So Wrestling News Co. is and it's everywhere. The four three four wrestling news source they're all showing this. So apparently. All the boys in the back knew that it was a work just for reality TV. So apparently, WWE makes a crap load of money off of this diva show or whatever it's called. Total diva. Yes, thank you. And first of all, if you're going to call it reality TV or a reality show, it needs to be what reality. It can't be scripted. So apparently, all the boys in the back knew it was just a work for the show. John's still planning on marrying her uh, later on. You, you saw this dope 
on freaking the morning show on ABC or CBS, and he was like, oh, I love Nikki or Nicole, and uh, I want to have kids with her, and I want to marry her. Shut up. I really, I really wish y'all had broken up. You don't deserve her, dude. Yeah, so apparently it's all a work. And uh, I tell you what, even though that we know it's a work now, if you go back and listen to my John Cena rant, uh, I'm standing by that because I can't stand you, John. What do you think about that, Patrick? I mean, first of all, if I'm John Cena, I would never break up with Nikki Bella because she put out some photos after they broke up. <laughs> like, you know how like sometimes when girls after a big breakup, like she's trying to go, and they like fish. they're like, all right, I'm gonna show you why you should have never broke up with me. Well, she was definitely showing why she John should have never broke up with her, which apparently he didn't. I don't know, but John's apparently trying to get her back though. Uh, at least that's what I saw. He was going to San Diego to get her back. So yeah, right on, John. That's the smart decision. Well, there's already pictures. have you seen these photos? Like, uh, oh man. Well, there's pictures. There's pictures that TMZ posted that show them walking down the road together in San Diego. I don't mean nothing. Maybe they're just talk. Maybe he's talking contracts or something. Whatever. You got to She's sign, in like know. some really bad like Walmart sweatsuit. Maybe John's not buying her clothes no more. I don't know. Can you imagine if she had to? How long was the was the page that she had to write just the datum sign? Was that seventy five pages? Something like that. Can you imagine I, how long the prenup is going to be to marry this dude. Cena's just trying to protect his uh, his assets, though. Yeah, dude's probably got so much money and. Well, I mean, of course he does, but at the same time, I mean, if you're gonna marry somebody, you take that leap of faith, man. You don't go, hey, well, if it doesn't work out, no, you work on it to make it work out, John. Jerk. (laughs) But yeah, uh, once again, if y'all have not seen the pictures of Nikki Bella since they (laughs) broke up. Uh, I recommend you guys go no, look it up because break up, you Patrick. will know exactly why if they actually did break up, why John Cena is trying to get back with her. And if they didn't break up, then John Cena is smart for not breaking up with Nikki Bella because good Lord almighty, she is hot. Did you hear about this being a work? Have you seen that news? No comment. Just kidding. I have a whole rant that I'd love yes. to spew. All right. Yes. A rant. Yes. Hey, all right. Thank hey, you. maybe Keep somebody pop. will give you a uh, email next week saying that they hope you die from a rant. So <laughs> join the club. I don't think I'm going to die from a rant. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't get that into it. I mean, do you get like so crazy? You're just like, I'm sorry, guys. I have to go take a break, get a glass of water. Like, uh, it, it comes close sometimes. God damn. Yeah. Wow. Let's hear that rant. All right, so I remember the first day uh, the whole thing came out about Cena and, and Nikki. Uh, I had a friend of mine, and uh, someone messaged the page. It was like, oh, my God, can you believe it? They broke up. And I'm like, <laughs> they're working us. It's a work. Oh, so you saw right through it. I knew it. I, I saw right through it. Are you really? Now, at first, I didn't know exactly what the work was for. I thought yeah. maybe it was for WWE television, like on Raw, they're going to work an angle between – you know, I hate how it used to be like, oh, you slept with my sister. Hey, hey, I don't like that. I'm going to beat you up because you slept with my sister. Like, like I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're going to break up with me? You're going to start you're start going with Edge? Like, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. I hated those days. Well, I'm like, I hate if they bring that back, but that's something Vince McMahon would do. And I knew from that point, it's got to be work. And then I remember somebody text, somebody texting me like, dude, uh, it's, I don't think it's a work, bro. Like, legit, they're, they're going to sign papers and stuff. They're not going to go through with this. I'm like, psh. It's a work. It's a work. Yeah? It's, it's a worky work. 
Now, you can think it's real. It's whatever. Why in the world would WWE post they split? That's their personal lives. Did they ever do that whenever Enzo and Carmella split? No. What about other wrestlers that have split? No. Cena and Nikki, breaking news. Cena and Nikki have split up. WWE posts that on their pages. What do they also do on it on John Cena's Insta or John Cena's page? Uh, yeah, split up with Nikki. Don't want to talk about it. Nikki did the same thing. John Cena, I guest on the Today Show to talk about his split with Nikki Bella. Do they do that with anybody else? Not so much. Boy, and he was a bad actor too. That was terrible. Uh, there's a picture. Uh, it's actually on my personal Instagram uh, of him just like, and he has like two glasses of wine and he has whatever Coda and whatever the other girl's name is. And I just like the caption is like, whenever you're just too white. And it's, he's just like, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but um, no, I want you guys to also think what's coming up in fall of 2018. The newest season of Total Divas. Mm-hmm. How did the last season of Total Divas end? John Cena breaking up with Nikki. What's going on right now in the offseason? It's getting huge attention. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen whenever the new season, new season premieres? Everybody and their mother is going to be watching to see what happens. And what's going to happen? Bamo! They're going to get back together. Maybe she's already pregnant. They'll probably do it on the show. Look, it's not. Dude, if WWE has a label on it, it's a work. Yeah. You know what WWE stands for? It doesn't stand for Walk with Elias. It stands for Work, Work, Work. Entertainment. <laughs> the WWWE. The WWWWE. Yeah, it's all a work, 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 work. Don't, don't you, don't you huh? ever, don't you huh? ever do that. Huh? No, I thought we were, you know, working it out. Hey, all right, all right. Maybe, maybe that's acceptable. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this, this is your show. You can do whatever you want. <sighs> Sorry. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. Yeah. You're good. No, 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 no. You're but good. yeah, you saw right through it. You said, oh, through I this. saw right through them. Yeah. Like a piece of glass. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I was really glad that she broke up with him. But now that I know that the wool has been pulled on my eyes, it kind of takes me off. <laughs> be honest with you. That may be my rant next week. You can steal my rant? Tune in next week for Ryan's rant. John you, Cena Part 2. Steal my rant. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming down here. Think about that, Jeremy from Austin. <laughs> All right, what we got next? Was that his name? I thought his name was like Steve or something. That no, was Jeremy. Yeah. Let me go back he here. He crumpled up the Wait, email. That? No, that's one friend. That's one. That's you want Jillian's email? What is? That's no. That's Jillian's email to you. Let me see here. Oh, this is Patrick's email. He crumpled that up. That's that's John from Columbus. Yeah. Man, yeah, this is printed straight out of the email box. Uh, this is yep, Jeremy, Austin, Texas. At first, I first thought you guys are working me, but this is like legit. This is wow, she's on Gmail. Dang, everybody uses right. Gmail. Gmail's the cool thing to do. Yeah, get this off the table. <laughs> I want to hold on to that real tight. Nope. <laughs> Them homo girls. Yeah. So the next thing in our rumor mill. Oh, he's oh. stepping on it. Stomping a mud hole. Stomping a mud hole in that email no, right now. You don't now. even know what Jillian looks like. God bless him. You said you are single. No, that was that. I thought this was Jeremy's. No. Oh, no. <laughs> now I messed up. Dang. Yeah, is she not going to hit you up now? This is what happens whenever you invite Bryce Boudreaux. Golly. Uh, out. Uh, and Start stomping mud I'm holes sorry. in emails, yeah. man. That's the right. first for me. Hey, hey, look, people still call us uh, whatever we were called before. <laughs> so. All right, what else we got, Pete? 
So, according to Mike Johnson, the WWE have allegedly lost all interest in their tag team division. Speaking on PW Insider Elite Audio, Johnson said the general feeling around WWE was that there is no money to be made in tag team wrestling. He said, quote, I think they have decided that nobody involved in the tag team division is worth their time, and they're not going to invest into it because they don't think it makes them any money, and that's that, end quote. So, Bryce, I know you felt pretty, pretty strong about this. A lot of horse manure. You telling me? <laughs> are you telling me that no one cares about the tag division? That nobody out there is buying the New Day's merch? Are you telling me that no one cares? Nobody cares about the bar. Nobody is even talking. Like, not a single person, not a single human being is even talking about Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Are you telling me the show? What? Aren't they called the show? Oh, the show, yeah. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler and, and the bar, Drew. the show. There's too many of them. Yeah, you're telling me that no one cares about these tag teams? That you know no one's buying the New Day's merchandise? Oh, we're not making any money. Look, let me tell you, the only thing in the tag team division that you're destroying and that you should do without is the revival. I mean, look, I said it uh, on Raw 25, the uh, weekly roundabout for Raw 25, whenever the revival got buried by everybody in the click. They got buried. And I said, they ruined they ruined them. And then I remember Casey Jones putting in there, they didn't ruin them. Uh, I mean, if, if that got beat up by a bunch of people who were like legends, that means that they, I mean, they're good. They got they got beat up by, this, by the right people. You don't understand. These are all like vets now. Like, yeah, they're all old, old all men. Old and washed up, getting it's booked at independent events for $100,000. Only reason like they can grand. walk is because of DDP yoga. Exactly. It, that is legit shoot right there. Yeah. yeah they, they, they buried him. Oh, oh, you're going to tell me that they, they got success out of that, that they were back bigger than ever? They're still doing the same crap every week. They beat a team, and then they're like, they did an interview with Renee. We're the best because we're the revival, and we don't do flips. We just do chops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoopty freaking do. I watched NXT Hostile in Houston. It was a house show in Houston. Today there's a house show in Houston that we're missing, and I'm upset about it. But, hey, I didn't even realize it. Hostile in Houston. Ciampa Gargano took on the Revival for the NXT Tag Team Championships. They literally did that same exact match, spot for spot, move for move, at TakeOver Brooklyn following that show. Huh. Nobody saw the first one, though. Yeah. And I remember we're sitting there like, Look, this is about to happen. This is about to happen right here. That spot's going to be right here. Sure enough, it was. I'm like, oh, look, here it is. There it is. Whole thing. Spot for spot. Revival sucks now. And it's not their fault. It's WWE's fault. Get old Arn in there to be. I want old Arn to be their, their manager. Yeah. I want Jim Cornette to come back be their manager. Yes. All right, guys. Love me some Jim Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he does. <laughs> Uh, here's the thing about the tag team division. It's been obvious for a while that they've really lost interest in it because besides the new day in the bar, Ooh. really, is there anything else really to be honest? I mean, there's, I mean, Brazongo, the, the, okay. The Ascension, I think now this is something that not many people know about, but we, we had fantasy bookings. Yeah. A while back we had fantasy bookings, like an hour long, my Raw show, Casey's SmackDown show, and I had the Ascension. 
I was going to book the Ascension to squash everybody and take the tag team titles, just kind of vanish, come back, and they say, oh, we have a leader. Sheamus is the leader of the Ascension. Eventually, the Ascension gets so big to where it's like a huge faction. They take over and call everything Ascension. They spray paint the A on everything. That's how you book them. And every one of them is wearing like red with the Ascension thing yeah. on it. You book them like that. Yeah. Like they take over Raw, kind of like NWO style. Right. Ascension. But it's more of like a face paint, like kind of a grungy look. I wanted to do that with the Ascension, but that would be so stupid. They would never do anything cool with the Ascension. Ascension's such a cool group, and I love whenever they have like a good bit of success. Yeah. But it never happens. So I, I can see some validity in this article. Mike Johnson, a real insider, Dave Meltzer. Um, but like you said, the New Day, still selling tons of merch. You can't abandon that. No. Obviously, because you're in the business for money. Because you wouldn't have told your all your female wrestlers to kick rocks in Saudi Arabia if you weren't in it for the money. So, I don't know. Patrick, what do you think about it? Uh, well, the tag team division, it seems like in recent years, they've tried to take two people and just kind of throw them together like they did with Sheamus and Cesaro. Just threw them together and it worked. Now they're throwing Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt together kind of randomly. While even Jeff Hardy is well, that ticked me off. healthy. You know, have the the Hardy, like when the Hardy Boys came back and won the titles at WrestleMania 33, I'm like, okay, cool. The Hardy Boys are back. Maybe they'll bring a little, you know, they'll revamp the, the, the tag team division. And then Jeff got hurt. Matt went broken. Now he's with Bray. The Smack, uh, to me, the SmackDown tag team division is much better because. Yeah. Last year, the rivalry that the Usos and the New Day had, man, that was one heck of a tag team rivalry. And then now you have the Bludgeon Brothers, who eh, they're not really over to me. I don't. I don't. First of all, Eric Rowan, I don't think will ever be over. Luke Harper will be is more over than Eric Rowan. Um, and then you have the, the, this new tag team that they kind of randomly thrown together with Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, which I think they look great together. They're gonna. You giving me like a, a look. Continue, continue. And they kind of randomly threw them together. And a lot of people are comparing them to a Diesel, Shawn Michaels, which I've I've enjoyed what they have done so far. I think they're going to be in the tag team title picture sooner than later. Um, so I don't know. I feel like WWE sometimes they're just kind of all over the place with their tag team division. And um, I don't know. It's a... Uh, you know, it's like one minute you think it's dying, and the next minute you think, oh, maybe they're making a comeback, and then now they're dying. You know, maybe they're dying. I don't know. So you never know what's going to happen with the tag team division. And then, of course, you had, you know, Braun Strowman and Nicholas win the Raw tag team titles, a 10 year old. Great at, job. At, at WrestleMania. So just sometimes you just, it's like, what are, what are you guys trying to do? Like, I, why can't we go back to the days it was the Hardys, the Dudleys, Edge and Christian doing battle? Where those guys just put on some epic matches. Paul London and Brian Kendrick. The <laughs> best. Yeah, mm -hmm. Paul London and Brian Kendrick back from the, the mid-2000s there. But it's not like there's a shortage of tag teams. No, there's not. They have too many. They have so many tag teams. Mm -hmm. They're getting these call-up tag teams from NXT. I mean, look, the Authors of Pain. Who cares about the Authors of Pain? I have lost a lot of love for them because they got rid of uh, Precious Paul. Like, nobody knew who Precious Paul is. Oh yeah, the guy from Legion of Doom. No, no, that that's that's not Legion of Doom. No, that's that's Precious Paul. Okay, the man that could have beat the I the the wooden club record, the Persian club record that Grind Sheik used to do. 
Precious Paul drank 444 glasses of water. He tied the yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, and he 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 he, he was the best. Yeah. And they got rid of Precious Paul. Poor Precious Paul used to be freaking roided out. That dude used to be bigger than a cauliflower. Look at him now. He's just an old bald man. Yeah. He looks like a buzzer. Well, apparently, the rumor was he couldn't. Um, he couldn't keep up with the schedule that they were going to have being on Raw, so they, they had oh, to get rid of him. Poor guy. I'm sorry to hear about that, man. But uh, the tag team division, I don't know. It's uh, it, Sometimes it's just hit and miss, but uh, I do know that the, the best thing the last in the last year of the tag team division was uh, the rivalry of the Usos and the New Day. That that's been, I was one yeah. of the, the best things SmackDown had going last year because, I mean, you had Jinder running around with the WWE title. Uh, he had no business running around with that title, and meanwhile, one of the best moments too was the uh, the Usos and the New Day rap battle. Oh my goodness, that was so that much, was historical. That was so much better than it had any business of being. That that was oh my goodness, that was that was so awesome when he burned him of Xavier about the 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 page thing. That was, <laughs> that was so awesome. That was so awesome, but it. it Anyway, let's. Um, we were talking about the revival. Let's jump into cheap heat now, mm-hmm. because the revival looks like they were there. You know, they showed up at some NXT live events. So, are they being sent back down to NXT? And in my opinion, that's good. Uh, I like that idea because yeah. you know you just got the authors of pain who ran rampant in NXT. Um, now they're on the main roster. Now you can kind of put them back. And you have the Undisputed Era right now with the tag team titles. To me, the revival in the Undisputed Era and NXT, uh, that could be some money right there. That 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 could be a really good... They could put on some really good matches, I think. Um, so I don't know if they're going to be back for good, but, you know, let's let's say they are. I mean, that, I mean that kind of... You kind of admit right there to yourself that, you know, the, obviously the revival in the main roster... That experiment somewhat failed, and now you got to bring them back to NXT where they thrived their first time around. So uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out in the upcoming weeks, months, if the revival is back in NXT full time. Maybe they just had a couple of one-off appearances in the live shows. Who knows? But either way, I mean, man, I I, I don't. If I'm the revival, I don't like. You kind of you're kind of excited because NXT, in my opinion, right now is a better brand than the main roster has been. But, you know, the main roster is like where the, the exposure is. That's where you get, you know, you get to be on WrestleMania. You get to be at a SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Like NXT, you know, has the NXT takeover New Orleans like for WrestleMania weekend and stuff, but it just doesn't compare to a WrestleMania. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just confused, I guess, about what they're trying to do with the Revival, whether or not they're going to keep them in NXT Bring them back to the main roster. Who knows? I don't know. Ryan, what do you think? Well, <clears throat> the reason why it's in cheap heat is because on Twitter they're getting a lot of heat from from wrestling fans. So on May seventeenth, they 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 retweeted what WWE NXT posted about them coming back and and challenging the Undisputed Era, and it says, "Who says you can't go home?" Then Sasha Banks responded to that and says, "Can I come next time?" And he says, "Come on, sis." We're talking about Dash Wilder. <laughs> then uh, no one lives posted. Ha ha ha! They have sent back to NXT 
face for sure, whatever that means. But then Dash responds, honestly, you moron. Why wouldn't we be happy? We're wrestling in front of amazing crowds. Go be smart somewhere else. And then a guy named Hooven Tupac <laughs> says, you poor B-words would kill it outside the E. Pick up your skirt, grab your balls, put the binky down, and actually believe in yourselves and go make some real money. And then Dash says, we believe in ourselves. That's why we don't run away just because things don't go our way immediately. Uh, it's called hard work. Try it sometime. So they're getting a lot of heat from fans on social media about going back to NXT. Now, the um, they got a story right here that he that he posted on the 18th of May that says WWE tag team head back to NXT for a night. So it looks like they were just you know answering that open challenge that the Undisputed Era had sent out. But uh, if you're not going to use them on the main roster, why not send them back? Like like Bryce was saying, if there's too many tag teams on the roster, send them back. The NXT universe will gladly welcome them back yeah and it's not like a bad thing that you're getting sent back to nxt since these guys are pretty much established and graduated it's not like they're going to be putting them through uh pc like yeah they're just going to go wrestle for nxt they'll you know go back to orlando and wrestle for nxt no big deal i mean look in wwe it's like a huge play everybody has their place everybody has their spot so what you're not the top guy look i'm sorry you have you have a spot like, I have no problem being the guy in the chicken costume. I'm on there. Yeah. I'm going to tell my kids I was that guy in the chicken costume. It was me. Can't was tell. Me. It, it was me. It was me, though. Ryan, I have a question. Yes. Don't you have a, a show to be hosting right now except for this one? No. Aren't you like a DJ on the country station on a Sunday afternoon? Um, By the power of radio, I'm on there, but I'm actually not actually there. You're telling me that radio is a work? Yes. Sometime. You've already recorded the show, and you're like, right now I'm live. Yeah, yeah, live up a nerve. BS. So, so in the morning. <laughs> I'm actually on the country station as uh, right right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. He does 10 to 3 on Sundays. I do 3 to 8. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I also have another question about yes. this. So, Mikey, well, You're just breaking all it down, huh? Mike, Mikey O in the morning. All these secrets. Are, are, you, are you working us with Mikey O in the morning? Is uh, it really in the morning? I'm up in here, man. That's that's live. Breaking this mic. It's live? Yeah. Dude, by the way, I love your interview with the guy from the outfield. Oh, thank I you, love the outfield. They were the best yeah. baseball band ever. They were yeah. the only baseball band ever. You know they were. They're like, um, I don't understand why they want, want I mean, obviously the outfield's a cool name, but originally they were called the baseball boys. And then they yeah. said, Well, you got you gotta have a change you you need a name change if you want to go to America and sell records. I'm thinking, why? Baseball boys wouldn't have been that bad of a name. Uh, I I, I, the outfield's cool. Yeah, they were a baseball band. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Sir. It was awesome. I remember we listened to it at work, and I'm like, I know that guy. Yeah, <laughs> we don't care. Yeah, he called me from London, man. That was pretty sweet. It's awesome. What's next, Patrick? Uh, our final thing here in a uh, cheap heat. Kenny Omega taking a shot at WWE. Ryan, you found yeah. this on uh, social media. God bless you, Twitter. See, Twitter, it's where wrestling lives. So Kenny Omega responded to Jacqueline Glover. She has a <laughs> she has a photo of a PlayStation Two game, Smack uh, SmackDown. Shut your mouth! It's got Triple H on the front, pointing at you. It's got Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Jericho, and Booker T on the on the front of it. And she says, "What you know about this?" At Xavier Woods, Kenny Omega. Uh, and then Kenny Omega actually responded to her, and he says, "Isn't that the poster for the next pay per view?" 
So he's slamming WWE for only pushing their old stars. Mm. So, and it, it always gets me too that Triple H keeps coming back. Like you're a suit now, bro. Stop coming back in the ring. Get your younger talent over so that they can carry the show and put your ego somewhere else, man. It's like, I mean, he did help put Ronda over at uh, at WrestleMania. So and and he boy, put what Rollins did, over. What did, what did he do that? Or did well, I mean, Stephanie kinda, do that? Well, Stephanie did, but you know, he also put a Rollins over last year, and he tried to put a Reigns over the year before that at Mania. So he's been trying. I mean, Reigns is, a, I think, a lost cause, but he put Rollins over last year, and I mean, look at Rollins now. Rollins might be the hottest thing in the company, wrestling wise. But then you got the reemergence of Angle, mm-hmm. you know, and you know they're giving him some big deals in the Shield. Yeah, um, everybody likes Angle. Ever because we don't, we haven't had Angle in WWE in ten years. So, and they're not, you know. And the thing with him and the Shield, that was a, a freak case where Roman had that viral infection or something. Everybody, that was like everybody had it. It was the most makeshift WWE pay per view ever. So mm-hmm. they, uh, so Angle, because Angle had no, there was no plans of Angle wrestling in 2017, and then that happened. And then I guess they just decided to throw him in that uh, Survivor Series. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> you need me to come with his uh, pat you on the back. Him, You're they, getting the virus. <laughs> <laughs> they put him in the uh, the Survivor Series five on five, and then he had. So he's only had three matches in the year that he's been back. So it's not like we're getting a lot of angle. He's yeah, won, but uh, granted, he's won every match, or he's been on the winning side every match. So so so, do you guys think that WWE? isn't doing a good job cultivating their young talent that they just rather just put their old established stars on the forefront. No, no. Uh, thing is, is that you also have to understand they're trying to get all ages in this, you know, like the, the, the older guys are like in their fifties and sixties. You now, like they, you know, they remember, they, they remember watching wrestling in the nineties. They, they love triple H. Mm-hmm. They love watching undertaker, Kane, stone cold rock. You know, those guys, you keep that freshness in there, like putting Kurt Angle in there. That keeps him like, oh, yeah, I got to see what Triple H is doing. Like, I got to see if Kurt Angle's coming on tonight. It's good they, they keep that in there. I mean, look, you're going to go, I don't know, some other place. I'm trying to think. I can't even think of anywhere. But you're going to go and, like, just get rid of all the vets that are in there? Like, you got to have a couple of them on the, you know, on the card. Like, so, so people are there for. You're going to go to full throttle and get rid of Teddy Nall? No. You know it. What What do you mean you know it? Are you wanting to get rid of Teddy Nall? No, you're not getting rid of Teddy Nall. No, because he's he's the vet and like he's been doing this forever. Everybody knows him. Mm-hmm. Don't. Big Dan's not going to get rid of him. No. Or the Booker. Yeah. Be ludicrous. Ludicrous is actually coming to town. I heard he is. Yeah. Um. Hey, Peter Satira. Dude, if I, sadly, I'm not 21. I can't. It was just crazy. You would think yeah. I am. Love Chicago. One of my favorite bands. Love Peter Satira. Yeah. I know you, I know Teddy loves Peter Satira. You, you know what's funny, though? Um, and we'll derail again here, Patrick. Uh, Peter Satira does not want to be mentioned in the same breath as Chicago. He doesn't want anybody to know. Why? Which I think is a ludicrous like you were the huge driving force in this band, right? Yeah. And obviously, you made kind of a name for yourself after, uh, with view hits. But come on, dude, you don't want to be known as Peter Cetera from Chicago. What's your deal? Yeah, I don't know. 
But hey, look, man, he's wanting to make a singles career out of it. Anyway, yeah. But hey. He's too old for that now. Cheapy. Kenny Omega, I understand. I mean, look, everybody has their own issues. But I mean, I see where Kenny Omega's upset. But no, WWE's not trying to do that. They're just trying to keep all ages in all ages in there. And look, the whole thing in Saudi Arabia, yeah, Triple H and John Cena wrestled each other. You also have to also you have to also think these people over there don't really know all these new guys. They had no idea Matt Hardy's broken. I don't know. They don't know who Sami Zayn is. They probably hate Sami Zayn because he's Syrian. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they don't know who Kevin Owens is. They don't know who Jinder Mahal is. They don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. Now, whenever Jinder Mahal came out, they despised Jinder Mahal. Uh-huh. Oh, they don't like Jinder Mahal. And everyone thought they'd love him. Might have been his nips. No. Probably threw him off. That's where he's from. Oh, okay. Over in Saudi Arabia. You mean Canada? It's just, it's, it's like his national, <laughs> whatever he is. Indian, right? He's Indian. Oh. Punjab, India. Like oh, okay. It. You know what? That's, that's how he says it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But they love the Great Khali. What am I talking about? <laughs> Did they love the Great Khali? They do. They pop for him. I loved, and I thought, I, I thought like the fan reactions were the best part. Dude, they pop for Randall Orton like crazy. Yeah, because he's Randy Orton, and they all like watch like DVDs of No Way Out 2008. <laughs> like they think like this is what's going on today. Like Randy Orton, John Cena every week. Yeah, Triple H. Randy Orton, John Cena, Triple H. That's like the top names. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they had a bunch of Randy Orton marks there. If Batista would have came out, oh, they would have lost their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who they should have got instead of that the sumo wrestler guy. Oh, yeah. What a dumb move. Let's throw this guy who's never had a wrestling match in his life in the ring. She gets eliminated within .2 seconds. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Student of Akibono. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> What do, you, what do you think, Patrick? Are they doing a good job pushing their younger stars, or are they relying too much on the old stars? Um, no, I think they're doing a, a relatively good job of pushing the the newer stars, but they they only do it when they only do it at certain times. Like at WrestleMania, obviously, they try to you know bring back some of the older stars, like a Kurt Angle. Triple H gets in the ring. Um, Shane McMahon, uh, you know, they got Shane McMahon in the ring, which Shane's not that, that bad. Shane's probably a better wrestler now than he ever was, which ain't saying much. But, you know, they got Shane in matches and stuff, which, you know, it's good for storylines. But, uh, you know, sometimes they'll bring back the older guys. And hopefully, the only reason you should be bringing back older guys is to put over the young guys. But for the most part now... Um, Unless you're John Cena, he ain't putting over nobody. Well, John Cena, yeah, well... John Cena, let's see. Well, I'm trying to think. At we put they brought Taker back uh, for WrestleMania, but then the you know the Undertaker is just a staple of WrestleMania uh, against John Cena, where he squashed him. So, um, you know those kind of things I think are taking a little bit away from these younger superstars. But even then, like the way they push these younger superstars is sometimes it's just not that effective. You know. Um, like, in my opinion, the best match at the Greatest Royal Rumble was the Cruiserweight Championship match. And those guys should be pushed so much better than they than they are. They're just not doing a very good job uh, with those guys, in my opinion. At least not when it comes to them on... Like, 205 Live is, is a really good show. Like, go watch... I said it last week. Go watch Buddy Murphy, 
and Mustafa Ali from two weeks ago, 205 Live. You will not be disappointed. But when it comes to them wrestling on Raw or a pay-per-view, I don't know. It's because they always, you know, because at WrestleMania, the Cruiserweight Championship was on the pre-show. At the Greatest Royal Rumble, it was the second match. Should have been a little bit later on in the show because that match was really that good. I had said that match should have been at least four and a quarter stars, and it was not even four, maybe, I don't think. But um, either way, uh, as far as... not a fan. And uh, I think they... They're trying to push the younger stars. They're just doing it sometimes uh, in a, a way that's just not effective. Uh, they need to do a much better job as far as how they push their younger stars. Uh, that's just my thoughts. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's the show? That's the show, man. Well, I tell you what. Um, we set another record today, Bryce. No. This is the longest average mark show ever. And it won't <laughs> get any longer. <laughs> So, man, Bryce, thank you so much for coming and hanging out Dude, with us, man. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, this is long overdue. Whenever y'all message me, that, that will, whenever you message me, whenever Mark Out, yeah, a, whenever Amp messaged me. Well, we were Mark Out Mania at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is a long time ago. And yeah. you're like, we want to do a show. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I went on the first time I was ever interviewed by somebody uh, was with uh, probably KBYS and then. Uh, that wrestling kid did, and you guys are like the third. And I, I love whenever people ask me questions. Yeah, I'm always asking people the questions. Right. I love what you guys are doing. I think you guys are doing it well. You guys have a much professional setup than we do. Well, Seriously. I mean, it's not to any means of our own. We just, you know, you guys, you guys, you guys have all the materials. Yeah. 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 So we have been blessed. Um, Bless up. But so check out Pro Wrestling Roundabout on the internet. Just Google them, man. You'll yeah. find their YouTube. You'll find their Gram. You'll find their Facebook page, Pro Wrestling Roundabout. Um, and really check out, subscribe to them because they're doing great things and they're all over the place. You guys yes, are nonstop, are. nonstop. Literally, like I, I can't even go on a vacation because I'm booked every weekend at a show to go be the official podcast of that right. show, and it, it's awesome. Like I, I love it. I live it. I love it. Sometimes whenever you get home at like three in the morning after an indie show that ended at seven o'clock that night, craziness. I know, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, you have to leave. It takes it takes an hour or something to leave the venue because like, oh, you're talking and saying goodbyes to everybody. Got to go eat. Yeah. Get on the road. Stop at a gas station. Stop at a gas station. Get on the road. Yeah. Eat again, and then come home. It's like, oh my god. I you wake up the next morning. I hate wrestling. <laughs> um, before I go, I want to let everybody know. Go on Facebook and check out Indie Polls. It's uh, Indie Wrestling mm-hmm. Polls. Um, I will be in the Voices of Wrestling uh, poll. Oh, really? Uh, announcers, managers, podcast hosts, and general managers. Nice. Uh, I am in a bracket. I sadly do not have a buy. I'll be taking on Matthew Robbies. Who's that guy? He's obviously going to lose. <laughs> Never heard of him. Scrub. So anyways, everybody, whenever the, po- whenever the poll goes out, make sure to vote for me. If I win, I will take on Charismatic Edward King. Never heard of him, but mm-hmm. I see he's in the comments, and he's like, I'm the best. And I'm like, I never heard of you, bro. Um, so I hope everybody uh, gives me some love. Um, Wait, do you know when that poll's going to start? Uh, have no idea. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. Uh, I, from what I'm hearing, it will be posted later this afternoon. Okay, cool. How's uh, Mustang Mike doing? Is he still ahead of Scott Phoenix? He won. Oh, it already ended. I think so. All right, very good. Oh, you must have Mark Scott Phoenix. Scott Phoenix. Really? I, I hate I hate Scott Phoenix uh, more than I hate a certain uh, guy who's trying to train in this area. I'm not even going to mention his name, or wow. maybe I will. Rob, Robbie Russo. I hate 
I hate Scott Phoenix. Actually, I hate Robbie Russo more than I hate Scott Phoenix. Wow. Yeah, I don't like Robbie Russo. Dang, we're getting some real heat in here. I mean, it's real. It's yeah. Legit. Dang. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. There's a lot of heat, heat in, the, uh, in the industry. It's an ego-driven business. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah, it was a, it was great having you, dude. Pro Wrestling blast. Roundabout. Um, what you guys got booked up here in the in the future? I know you just uh, interviewed um, uh, the guy that you said uh, used to wrestle for CCW. Oh, Trip Cassidy. Yeah, Trip Cassidy. We interviewed Trip, uh, Braxton Hunter. We, we don't really know who we have next. Of course, this Friday is Mid-South Championship Wrestling. It's really up in the air if we'll be able to go because of our work schedules. Mm-hmm. Shows that do shows on Friday, it's really hard to do. If we do decide to go, uh, which whether whether or not we go, uh, we're looking like uh, The Rocket will be on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris oh, Rocket cool. will be on the show. And maybe somebody else from uh, Mid-South Championship Wrestling, whoever wants to. I was hearing that Colt Wayne Fontenot. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 booker yeah. over there at at uh, Mid South Championship Wrestling and wants to be on the show. So. Nice. Yeah, and uh, who knows? Maybe maybe Fast Eddie. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm hearing there's a Fast Eddie that's trying to purchase Mid South really? Championship Wrestling. He's trying to gobble it all up. He was just at APW, right? Apparently, the APW deal didn't go so well. Really? Apparently, uh, apparently his dad didn't want it. So they said that Mid South Championship Wrestling is wanting him is giving him a bid. And, uh, okay. So. Who knows? He might purchase Mid South Championship Wrestling, and become the new owner. Uh, other than that, see, uh, think Pro Wrestling Roundabout will be represented at Full Throttle Wrestling on June second. Uh, of course, at Elevate on June twenty third in Chalmette, mm-hmm. Louisiana, and much, 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 much more uh, in the future. Uh, we've got huge household names coming on the show. Yes, can't reveal who. Dang it. Yet. Maybe you can send me a private message. It's not going to happen. Dang it! Not going to happen. You were so close to the vest. Actually, the the vest. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of an old statement there. Patrick, you heard that, huh? Yeah. Okay. You're young. I am young. Just means you you don't give out the info easy. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, that was, uh, okay. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. You just lost me, right? There. I lost you. Yeah. Good. I'm glad I lost you. I just gave you the biggest hint ever. I just spelt it out for you, and I lost you. Good. I gave you the hint. You can't ask me anymore. Uh, cool. Yeah. I mean, I I literally spelt it out with my finger. Yeah. Dang it. Right over your head. It's like a like I had it. And it was there. It was gone. But yeah, Bryce, dude, appreciate the time, bro. I know you're a busy guy, so it was really cool for you to come hang out. Yeah, you know, I'm so busy. have to go eat somewhere. <laughs> Got to go sleep. But great podcast. And again, longest podcast in Average uh, average Mark's history. Thank you yeah. have that honor, sir. Thank you. You. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Right, so we covered a lot of stuff today, Patrick. We sure did. So uh, big thanks again to Bryce for coming on the show. It's always nice Thank to you. have a third, sometimes a fourth person in here as well to uh, bounce stuff off of. So yeah, I thought there were like three of you guys. Uh, we got it's, it's me and Ryan, then we have Brink and Cruz. Yeah, on pay-per-view uh, prediction shows, we had the whole crew in here. Yeah, I was about to say, I remember Four there was a lot of people. Yeah. You guys should have me in a... Well, uh, what, when, when do you guys do your pay-per-view prediction show? Usually a Friday or Saturday before yeah, the pay-per-view. Yeah, I think whenever Money in the Bank rolls around. You guys should hit we'll me up. probably do it on that Friday. You guys should hit it. me up. I'll, I'll come in here. Yeah. I'll bring everybody to town. <laughs> you ever fill out one of those scorecards from PW scorecards? Uh, I remember a while back whenever uh, 
his name shall not be mentioned uh filled one out whenever he was a pro wrestling roundabout mm. but um no yeah. other than that i don't know yeah, yeah. they make the pay-per-views fun. more fun yeah yeah especially now since we have like a, a belt like the winner of each pay-per-view gets an old the old school ww uh f yeah. uh championship belt my son like elijah mid 90s champion that's right he is yes love elijah he's yes. awesome so he was pumped up about that i still can't believe we won Actually, it was his, he filled up the scorecard. It was all him. Good for him. Yeah, <laughs> that was his first one. Beast mode. That's how we. That's how we do it at the Keith household. Uh, Patrick. Oh boy, uh, Brinkman's right now is ready to c- cut a promo. Get that, he wants to get that belt back, but <sighs> but never fear because uh, ain't nobody getting that belt but me. <laughs> you have the belt with you. I do not have it with me. Elijah right. has it. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. It's in Elijah's room. Uh, a, Elijah is the scorecard champion right now. So, yeah. y'all, Do y'all write all the winners on the back of the belt? Negative. I oh, uh, should do that. We uh-huh. just keep track. Of, well, that's what I, I kind of wanted good. to do. We should like make a, at least like a spreadsheet or something to keep track of all the winners. I, right now it's all in our head because we started doing it like for Survivor Series, I think, last year. So we kind of have some of the winners all in our heads. Everybody remembers when they won. I only won once, and I had to share it with Cruz because me and him scored the exact same points for the Royal Rumble. We both had the highest scored, like 128. And then for the greatest Royal Rumble, we had another tie. It was Brinkman and Cruz both tied at 128 for the greatest Royal Rumble. So <laughs> we only have ties during Rumble events, nice. apparently. Well, great show. Check us out, AverageMarks.com. If you're on iTunes, give us a ranking. Give us one of those little star rankings. Also, put a comment in there. We appreciate it. Also, if you're needing graphics for anything, hey. hook up with the best in the world, X3 Solutions. You can check them out on Facebook. Yes. Um, or you can hit Bryce up personally on his Facebook page, uh, Pro Wrestling Roundabout. Or Bryce Boudreaux Facebook. Cheaper than everybody on Fiverr and the best in the world. Exactly. How can you get cheaper than Fiverr? Really? Well. That's just how good we are. Exactly. You. We don't, we, we're not trying to rip anybody off. We're just no. trying to enhance it. Exactly. Put a little on the stake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that said, Patrick, get us out of here. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Marks Podcast, a Lake Area Media LLC production. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry and are not affiliated with any wrestling promotion or company. Follow the Average Marks on Twitter and subscribe to us on iTunes. For all Average Marks links, news, and free podcasts, visit AverageMarks.com. Average Marks.